Hey, what's up, everybody? About a week ago, Rob, Luke, and I got together and talked about the upcoming DKE album and fantasy football, including an in-depth PPR debate that literally I didn't even listen to, and I'm on the podcast with them. Heads up, there's some audio stuff going on with people dropping in and out, but actually I think it makes for some funny moments because we didn't realize it at first. So, it's a podcast? Welcome to whatever this is. It's <laughs> fantasy football. It's Listen catching up breathing. on albums. It's, you know, four knuckleheads talking about whatever we want to talk about. So Nathan who's here Peterman. with me? My name is Jason. Who's here with me today? This is Patrick. See, that's, you're supposed to like throw it to... Uh, we should have an order. Like our guest goes first and then the, the, guest? the other... That's Patrick. Patrick's the guest. Yeah, still. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, still I'm still backstage with DK. If this yeah. is, if this is yeah. still, well, yeah, but this is he a went fantasy football podcast. So I guess there are no guests. There really aren't any no. guests. No, there's not. And right. your name is? I'm Rob. And this is Luke. Luke. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Luke, where are so you? Right what now? are we talking about today? Yeah. Luke is in California with Patrick, I believe. Yeah, I'm on assignment. Yes. But not with me. You're for, you're you're somewhere the, south. You're quite a bit south, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm I, I figured the best place to be to talk about fantasy football is a place that doesn't have a team anymore. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you were scouting for Michigan Tech, you know, some high school kids down there for Michigan Tech. Well, I, f- I feel like the empty Qualcomm Stadium is like this basically the imagery that makes me feel about my fantasy football team right now. So <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's get into that. Do you guys have any draft grades for the? I mean, what's, what were you about like a quarter away, a third of the way through the season? Anita Archuleta D plus. <laughs> so, where are we at in the season now, right now? What game is this? Like six, it's six week games, seven. So we're actually this we're is halfway essentially through. halfway. Yeah. yeah, halfway. We're at the halfway point of the season. I should have probably known that since I'm in the league. <laughs> but how has the season stacked up so far for you guys? Uh, my and team's that great. question it's is phenomenal. you probing because you really don't know because you're not paying attention, right? I'm absolutely not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching my team, sorta. Um, I, well, so my team is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm about to lose a running back when Le'Veon comes back. Uh, Patrick's team is an absolute. I mean, it is it is the quintessential definition of juggernaut. Ooh. His team is just absolutely loaded. Uh, he's gonna need. Whoever plays him in the final is going to need just I, – I don't, I, I don't even know. Like, there are backups. There are people on your bench that would be starting for every other – why can't I make this work? <laughs> it's a very good on? team. There we go. I was trying to navigate um, – I'm, I'm now in. Patrick, I'm now in the ahead, position of just talking. trying to make trades because I have so much bench to play with that I'm. I'm now. I'm mm. just trying to solidify every position to the point where I can just crush people for the rest of the season and hopefully, nice dominate the entire thing. Yeah, I got that trade rejection um, because I'm on your team as a co-owner. Yeah, they weren't very good trades. I, I don't. I, you, I don't blame them. For you should be ashamed it. of yourself <laughs> for the amount for for the amount of talent you have on your team. What you're willing to offer. For the player that you, you want, gotta start. You gotta shameful. start low. You gotta feel these. You know, people are already in panic mode. I'm feeling people. Feeling people out. <laughs> the person that you made the trade offer to should not be in panic mode. That's true. But two, I made two. Yeah. yeah. But okay. But, I just e- got but either one. one. There's still yeah. one out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was trying to get Zach Ertz for, for essentially nothing, but <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, 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 <laughs> they wisely rejected away. the trade. Yeah, so the the alone undefeated team. Hey, do you want uh, Carlos Hyde and Trey Burton for Zach Ertz? They have bad running backs. Was, Why was, would they, they want to do that? <clears throat> Sorry about the coughing. That, it's that, still, that particular still team it. made a terrible trade with me last year, so I figured, you know, it might as well feel them out again to see what... <laughs> Claire, run for the hills. <laughs> You mean take advantage. You don't mean feel out. Is what yeah, yeah, exactly. And for some reason, Luke's team stinks. It's, and we don't understand why. It's terrible. So, so speaking of that, let's go through your... Do either you guys or anybody have any draft grades they want to offer since we're, this is the first podcast since after the draft? Well, we could, we could talk about Todd Decay. But yes. that's an interesting situation overall. That was a low draft grade, um, but maybe we'll come back to that one. Maybe that's that one's yes. worth discussing. Yeah, he may. He may. As a second, he option. may uh, do better getting an incomplete for this season. Uh-oh. What do you have, Robert? Next one. What's that? What's your what's your what's your overall worst? Robert, are you paying attention? Um, everybody, cut out there for a second. Okay, just, so we're talking about draft grade. So, okay. what uh, can you hear us now? I can hear you now. Okay. What, um, what are we looking at for draft grade? To start at the bottom. You know what? Here's what we're going to do. Well, okay. So the worst draft grade in the league was uh, Kevin Stanfield. But it was really an incomplete <laughs> because he got kicked off. Um, his draft uh, okay. started pretty good. I think he ended up with Kareem Hunt and Kelsey with his first two picks. Mm. And then he ended up uh, drafting three quarterbacks in the first eight rounds. Um, oh, he a, what? He had a lot of strange picks. So what I think happened was he was putting people in his queue, and then he got kicked out, and then it just started drafting everybody in his queue. Yeah, ah, okay. I think that's what happened. So yeah, that's, that's tough. So he can't really be blamed for that. And so then he's just playing from behind. Um, he is two and four, um, and he's not scoring well. But I mean, he's he's playing a bad hand right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to cut like literally after the draft, he had to cut six guys and then he just went to the waiver wow. wire and you know, 14 teams it's, it can be pretty bare sometimes. So he yeah, was oh, yeah, in, I know. Yeah. So he was in rough shape. Um, then the worst grade from someone who made all her picks was Anita who has turned <laughs> out not to have such a terrible team. And one of the reasons I think is because in best pick, worst pick, in the 10th round, I was targeting Patrick Mahomes, and she took him. I, I just hmm. didn't think she would take anybody besides Carson Wentz until really late, and for some reason, she took Patrick Mahomes in the 10th round, which was a, a great pick. And, yeah, seemed like a good pick. Um, what else did she She had another, I can't even read my handwriting here, um, another best pick somewhere else, but she also had the worst pick in several rounds. Uh, she took Carson <laughs> okay. Wentz fifth overall. I That's mean, tough. Kamara <laughs> was there. For like the first Barkley was there. I think Elliott was there. Nobody was going to take Carson Wentz until probably at least the fourth round. Maybe, yeah, because I drafted after her, yeah. Maybe the third. Let, let's just, you know, maybe the third. There's no reason. It doesn't matter how desperate you are to have a guy on your team. If there is a three-down running back that is probably going to score 300 points or like 280, you have to take that guy. You can't take a, a quarterback. You just can't do it. So <clears throat> that was the worst pick of that round. She took 
the backup tight end for for Philadelphia in the sixth round, Dallas Goddard. Now I like Goddard, mm-hmm. um, but and not she's for a Philadelphia this year. fan. I know she's a Philadelphia fan, but that's yeah. not that's not good enough. Well, she's playing for fun. She took the Steelers defense in the ninth round. The Steelers defense stinks. That's that is and she, true. It was one of the first defenses taken. That's true. That's unjustifiable. <laughs> you can't justify that. Um, What's and and the only reason she could only have three. So and and uh, Carol Connolly, he had three too. Or, and Kevin had a bunch. Um, let's see, Adrian Peterson in the uh, third round did not love that pick. Turned out, you know, he's not terrible. Um, Adrian Peterson has to be taking something. Uh, Carol took the Jags <laughs> in the seventh round and Stephen Kostowski in the eighth round. Uh, what are you yeah, doing? Right. And after years yeah. of abuse, he's just he's just continuing <laughs> to take Patriots. <laughs> I mean, great, I know actually. he's a Patriots fan, and he, you know he probably would have liked to have had Gronk, <clears throat> but um, or Brady, or and and maybe people just got taken in front of him. But you can't take a defense in the seventh round. You can't take a kicker in the eighth round. Those have to be the last two rounds. They have to be. Yeah, especially now with our changes to the kicker. Especially with the changes to the kicker. You, I went one week without a kicker. I mean, what do I need those four yeah. points for? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> because I wanted to keep a backup running back or something. You just you can't do that. Oh, my God. Um, Andrew Luck, Colpine. I mean, I love you, buddy. But you can't take a quarterback with one arm, and it's not his throwing arm, in the fourth <laughs> round. You can't do that. Yeah. And I know, I know he's a Colts fan. And, you know, I get it. People, this is what we talk about every year, right? You can, you can draft players that you like, um, but don't draft them too early. Take them a round or two before you have to. Andrew Luck would have been there in the seventh round probably. I just probably. I can't even imagine. He didn't play last year, and he, there was no footage of him throwing the ball up until then. Is he actually playing this year? I hadn't even paid attention. Yeah. He's, he's throwing the ball. They're, they're throwing the ball so much, his arm's going to fall off. It's ridiculous. He's on pace to throw the ball 750 times. <laughs> well, it seems like his arm's working. As bad as all that prison. is, though, even with the luck pick, that still doesn't even come close to rivaling how bad Anita's pick is with Wentz because not only was it a first-round quarterback, it was a first-round quarterback who didn't play the first three weeks and everybody yes, knew he, he wasn't w- going to play at least two of them. <laughs> It, well, everybody was knew injured, he right? wasn't going to play the first the yeah. first week at the very least. Um, so and and not only that, but like Zeke was there, Barkley was there, Kamara was there. You just just you can't justify yeah. that. I don't care how it just you can't. Um, and amazingly, where where is she in the standings? Because that doesn't she's she's in the playoffs right now. That's yeah. <laughs> let's see. That's what yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so as usual, now do whatever you want. Now it's hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hold right, I know this is all just backing up Fuse's constant. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. This is hold on. This is her draft. <laughs> you tell me how this this team right now is in second place, three and three. Now there's there are three teams that are five and one, and then there's a bunch of three and three teams, and then there's a ton of two and four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a three and three team. She's in second place in our division. I'm almost positive that she's in the playoffs. This is her draft. First round at five, Carson Wentz. Second round, Devontae Freeman, out for the year. Third round, Diggs, <laughs> doing well. Fourth round, Golden Tate. Fifth round, Marshawn Lynch, groin injury, gone. Sixth round, Dallas Goddard. He's a backup on his team. Um, 
Seventh, Will Fuller. Will Fuller is boomer bust, but you know, when he booms, he booms. Damian, Dan, uh, Danny Amendola in the eighth round. He's a nothing burger. The Steelers defense, terrible. Patrick Mahomes, steal of the draft. Uh, then a kicker, Matt Bryant. Then Mike Wallace, nothing. James Washington, third receiver for the Steelers, nothing. Jeremy Hill on IR. Naheem Hines, like not great, but getting some targets. And then the Titans defense, that's her draft. Yeah. She has three and wins. She is, and she's crushing me. <laughs> All this is nonsense. Mahomes, She's paying Mahomes attention, is the, probably. Is the whole, is really how, the whole reason. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it's how luck. is her team so much better than mine? And not Andrew Luck. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Mahomes is the only thing. Well, wait, though. How many, how, how many points? I mean, she only has 832 points for the season. So she's actually relative. I have 676. Wow. I'm way behind. Jeez, you are. Yeah, that's slow. What? What have you she been? What is going on? She has the sixth most points. That's you about know, actually, where I am too. Points I'm wrong. She's not in the playoffs. She is just outside the playoffs. Yeah, she's behind uh, whoever chimps and how many? Is. Doug, how many? How many teams in League Two make the playoffs? Four. Just four. Four. And it's not based on divisions. No, it's going to be uh, the two division winners, and then the next two. I think. Ah, uh, okay. Because I don't think Patrick, you I don't think you set it up the way it was supposed to. So I think the division winners automatically get in. Uh, no, we remember I, what I sent you in the in the the Twitter exchange. There was we can we can change it however you want. It was up to you as the commissioner whether you wanted it to be points or not. That's what I was saying in that that back and forth that we were doing. Because it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter about the divisions. You can you can whatever. So the, that's, that, yeah, that's changeable still. That that was the whole point in the first place because I think that's what Robert had initially said. I just for some reason the divisions didn't get set up the way that we were supposed to. So it, it would still be what he said in the first place at the beginning of the season, which I thought was was points, correct? No, 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 no. The oh. the what? No, okay, no, then. no. record definitely counts. <laughs> no, no, no. Record and then points. That's that's the my point. Breaker, it was but... if the tiebreak, the tiebreak would be points. Yeah. So if you have but, two but, teams, but that, we're not we're not picking the top four in points because then there's no point in even. No, 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 no. Everybody's it's record, playing. No, I yeah. Sorry. So my my point was is that if you have ties in the record, then it, then it would go to points. Would be the tiebreaker. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Right. But my question is, do, does the division winner of each division automatically get in, and then it's the next two? Yes. That's how. Yes. Correct. Okay. So right now I'm winning my division at five and one, and Anita is in second place. And the guy who I gave uh, an A minus to is in last place in that division. <laughs> that would be Mr. That'd Fuse. Be <laughs> um, yeah. In, and then there's just I mean there's a ton of two and four and three and three teams. I mean there there's plenty of time for people to make a move into. Well, here's the problem. Doug leads the league in points by a considerable margin. It's very mm. unlikely that anybody's going to catch him, and then and he's three and three. Oh my goodness, three... he does lead by it. Yes, he's he's ahead by <laughs> oh, yeah. over almost a hundred points. Oh yeah, wow. So and then there's three five and one teams. So everybody else, it's going to be unlikely that they're going to be able to catch him. They have to hope that one of the five and one teams goes on a losing streak. Yes, and then somebody has to start ripping off a bunch of wins. Doug's, um, Doug's so when... team is phenomenal. Now that I'm looking at it, that yep. team is. Um... That's deadly. It, the, 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 the RB2 is, is trouble, but everything else is. That's the team to beat. 
<coughs> well, in my opinion. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. Anyway, so I'm leading the one division. Um, in the other division, Jamie is leading at five and one, and Jeannie is also five and one, and then Doug is three and three. So people are going to have to beat him on record. Nobody's going to catch him on points. Um, Patrick uh, has uh, Patrick Smith has a pretty good team. Uh, what did I give him? I gave him a B plus for his draft. Um, but his team is not performing right now. He is also <coughs> three and three. Yeah. Let's see. Actually, rosters would be good. I should have checked. That would have been. Um... <laughs> so what? Who 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 got the highest grade from you in the draft? I am embarrassed to say that I gave it to you. Thank you. And Jamie. <laughs> and for and for <coughs> me, it was it was Luke. Oh my God! Really? Right. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't know what has happened to my team. I mean, I know uh, Garoppolo got hurt, but it's like my team performs down to the competition every week. I'm I have like I'm supposed to win every week based on the point predictions, and I score like five points underneath whoever I'm playing. It's been not good. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Luke. So I mean, I'm blaming the coach. The coach needs to be fired. <laughs> Let's see. I still think Luke's team should be good. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Well, I'm actually looking at the draft. I'm not sure what, what adjustments you've made. In fact, let me go click on it now and see what, what you've changed since. Then. But, I mean, obviously Gronk has been a, 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 pretty, a pretty large disappointment. He picked up Ridley, but now he's hurt. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't lived up to what... Yeah, I mean, so, I, you know, I think... I, I don't think the draft grade was all that. Ezekiel Elliott... Ezekiel Elliott's doing fine. Well, he's doing fine, but he's not—he's not doing what what you know what he could be doing if the offense was really functioning outside of last week. He's the six—he's the sixth-ranked running back, and I got him in the eighth round. He's fine. You got him in—you got him in the what? You got him in the eighth, eighth pick. The eighth pick. Eighth pick, yes, sir. Yeah, I was about to say the eighth round. Yeah. What is going on in week one? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so I guess Gronk is the biggest disappointment. I mean, Doug Doug Baldwin's been hurt and. And Russell Wilson, obviously, didn't, you know, has, has had a, a rough start, although playing much better lately. Yeah, I, had, I have no I had, idea why I, I, I had gave some injury Jason issues, grade. but <laughs> well, my team was drafted by Rochelle, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like. She, I, I assume Green. she paid you under the table. I didn't like Drake, but you know, he's fine for a number two. Robinson, I like Dion Lewis. Yeah, he's doing okay. Trey Burton. I, 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 uh, I thought Trey Burton was going to have a good... And I think I was just giving you credit for waiting as long as you did on quarterback. I think yeah, that's, that's why that, I gave you... That, all, that credit goes to Rochelle. I mean, yeah. I know it said auto-draft, but I mean, she's a robot. You so. took a defense in the right round, you took a kicker in the right round, mm-hmm. and you waited as long as possible while still getting a good quarterback, and you just had bad luck there. Yeah, she, she did good. I just... I have screwed it up. I'm blaming the coach, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, these, I got Blake Bortles starting now. That's just things, yeah. trouble. Well... Yeah, that actually is. Yeah. Um, now that you mentioned Drake, have you have you even begun to examine where we stand on our terrible bet? Because it's the worst bet ever. It's not even worth. It's. I mean, I think you're winning, but it's. <laughs> I it's so bad. Who picked? Who picked? Who had Drake? Because you're probably losing. If you I had Drake, it. but Jones and and Ooh. Williams are not doing much either at this point. Although I think I am losing. This is the this is the commissioner's curse, like the Madden curse. They put you on the cover. Jones whoever, is averaging six pick. yards a carry, and they will only give him the ball eight times a game. It's such a spectacular. I mean, it's just <laughs> they're, they're they're all so terrible. Is the problem? They're not well. Not maybe yeah. not terrible. Yes, but they're not scoring, and so the bet is just it's uh it's not quite up to the um <laughs> it's 
standard. I, I'll be season. honest. I was hoping for an injury, and that doesn't look like it's going to happen. But you're right, though. Hoping. They should you just were be, hoping I mean, for I, an injury. Jones just must be that bad in pass protection that they just don't play him every day because otherwise he looks like the far superior player. But you're right. He's, I mean, he's only getting fifty. He doesn't have great hands either. Did you see the 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 uh, one target? I think he had last night. No, his I footwork didn't. was really bad getting in position. He was like tripping over himself, and then he missed the pass. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then it looks yeah, like I mean, me trying to run <laughs> around. Drake's Drake's fumble on the half inch line to to uh, oh, nearly blow the game for Miami. Yeah. yeah, it's just been it's not not good. We'll see what happens. Jay Ajayi, I'm never drafting that guy again. I'm just I had him on all three of my teams. I am just I'm a sucker. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um. We should have just. I was. Team? Oh, we should have just made the the same bet for a third year in a row. That would have been so much more satisfying for me. <laughs> oh my god! Especially since Melvin Gordon is just a complete monster. Luke's this year. backup quarterback is Goff. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Who is, his, who is his actual quarterback? Well, he he drafted Russell, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Wilson earlier. Yeah, Ooh, earlier. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Goff. Jeez, Louise. Do you still have Goff, or do you trade him? I still have Goff. Oh my god. Like what's what's your record right now? Because I still I still don't think you have a bad team. I I'm I'm two and four, but I have the least points. You have the least. Oh, okay, that's trouble. That's, he needs another yeah, running back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Clement, do you still have Clement? No, I I dropped him week one because uh, Smallwood was playing in front of him. Oh, uh, that's yeah. You need a running back. Well, I I had a Jai too. That it, didn't work out. It's going to be awfully yeah, tough to come back I, in, with, with our short I dra- season. <laughs> I drafted Royce Freeman. That didn't work out. Yeah, I Did don't you miss... say you have Doug Baldwin? What's that? Do you have Baldwin? I have Baldwin. Yeah, I, I've had him two years. I had him the last two years, and he just wrecked my team. <laughs> You're, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I have, he was hurt. I, I have, my whole team is a team wrecker. <laughs> I got lots. Right, of... We should talk about interesting things. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So not fantasy football? There we go. Yes. Probably not. Oh, um, Sony Michelle in the eighth round. I has uh, Jeff and Will. That was our. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go here. These are the best picks. Uh, round by round, sure. Zeke. I got Jason taking Zeke in the first round or Rochelle. Um, Rochelle. Best pick, I thought. Um, Hopkins in the second round. Nuke Hopkins should not have been available. And, and I think Jamie took Julio in the first round and then Hopkins was there. And she's like, I, I think I want to take Hopkins. I like, I would. Um, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill in the third round by Genie. That's just yeah, tremendous. There were no good picks in the fourth round, so nobody got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I had Michael Crabtree in the fifth round, and he had a good game this past week. I thought that was a good pick by Carroll, but I'm... I'm Does we'll he see how the that Raiders goes. still? No, no, he's in Baltimore. Oh, okay. You don't watch football, so I understand. Absolutely not. Um... I thought Jordan Reed was the last good tight end pick, but I, I don't know what's going on there. But Alex Smith is throwing to Vernon Davis, and he can't connect with Jamison Crowder. And Alex Smith, I don't know. I just I don't know what's happening there. But their offense—he's placed for the Redskins. That's what's such a boring you. team. They're, uh, uh, yes, God, they're uh, they're just hard to watch. Yes, you would just think that Jordan Reed and Jamison Crowder would be the targets for him. I thought that Richardson and Doxson were going to really struggle. But I didn't think that, I just figured he would throw a bunch of six-yard passes to those guys, and that doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. I think it's just the curse um, of Alex Smith. It's, it's just like, I, I don't even, he's not even a terrible player. It's just like, he's such a boring, <laughs> wherever he goes, yep. it's just. Yeah. Yep. 
And then you and you lump him in with Snyder and the ownership there, and there's no hope. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Chris Carson in the seventh round, that doesn't look like it's necessarily a great pick. Um, but I, it was still pretty good value for a starting running back. Sony Michelle in yeah. the eighth round, that looks like it's a phenomenal pick. Um, James Conner in the ninth round was a steal. Somebody should have taken him before then, but I got him. Um, he's averaging like 25 points a game or something. Well, um, speaking of that, it's a good time to discuss it because I mean, what do you expect to happen? Uh, the two so Pittsburgh fans. Le'Veon is apparently not going to report this week. He's going to report next week. And why? Why? He's an idiot. Look, I'm. <laughs> well, I mean, he is yeah. within his right. I think this sure. was a misplay. I, I think we said it during the um, the pre thing. Like we assumed yes. that he was going to come back, but. He was making almost a little over $900,000 a game. He's never going to make that money up. And he's, no. he's not the sharpest guy um, on the team. Well, and, no. But I also understand that he didn't want... He had way too many touches last year. I mean, they ran him into the ground. It, it was, there was no real reason for it. Um, so I understand him not wanting to get the hell beat out of him right as he was going to free agency. But apparently... Because he sat out six games, and he's only going to cost this is I heard that because he's only going to cost them nine million, that they can transition tag him next year for like twelve. I don't <laughs> I don't really? know if that's I true or that. not. Yeah, because because his tender is only going to be worth nine this year now instead of fourteen and so a it's, half. It's based somehow part of it's based on his previous year salaries. I think that's what it is, and since it's going to be incomplete. And not only that, but they can they can actually make him inactive for two more weeks, wow. and then activate him. Wow! To, yeah, to I, squash I mean, that at, down even more. At this point, I would just say, don't come back. You're saving us money. Just don't come back. And, and, well, they can't do that. They uh, either have to rescind the tag, in which case he's free to sign with anybody immediately, and they get no compensation for that. Yeah, it's not. Or good. yeah, they're not going to do that. But the Steelers are not going to negotiate with anybody like that. They, they just they don't can't. do that. Well, they don't. Yeah, but they when can't. When have they ever in the past done that? After July 16th, they were not able to extend him. That, that, that's off the table. You have to sign then the what tag is he and doing? here. I think he's just trying to uh, limit the wear and tear on his body this year. It's, it's, it's just it's such a mess. That seems ridiculous. And I, think I mean, it's great also, for Connor. But <laughs> oh, it's great for Connor. I mean, his value shot way the hell up. Yeah. Anyway, 10th round, Pat Mahomes and Trey Burton. I had those as the two best picks. One panned out, one didn't. Um, <laughs> again, 11th round, Jason, Jimmy Garoppolo. It was a great pick. Didn't turn didn't out to be their great production because of the Ben injury. Did not. That was such a stupid out. injury, too. The way that he got injured. I know. The way that yep. uh, there was. Uh, so go out of bounds. Go out exactly. of bounds. You make know, $30 million Luke, Luke a year. Luke and Jason, did you see what he did to, to get this injury? Yes. Yeah. I actually saw the clip on Twitter of, yes. It's just, it, it yes. didn't make any Stupid. sense. The most he was going to gain was like another yard. It was just such a... Yeah, he wasn't going to gain anything. Choice. And I thought, it was, I thought it was a shoulder injury. He leaned into mm-hmm. a defender driving at him yeah. with his throwing shoulder. Yeah. It was completely Come idiotic. On. Yeah. That was stupid. 12th round. Best pick. Jameis Winston. Me. Um, he had a 40-point game this week. Really? Yeah. He played Atlanta. Oh. Um, 13th round. A, a name that I can't read. 
Works for me. It's a fantastic thing. What's the fifth thing? And then Mike it's, Williams. That was that was a Nathan Peterman move there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't see it. Fourteenth round, best pick, Nick Chubb. Uh, Jamie drafted Carlos Hyde, I think, in the fourth round or maybe the third round. I don't know. But anyways, Nick Chubb looks better, and for some reason, they're only, he's averaging 10 yards a carry, and they're giving the ball three times a game. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like he, it, it would be nice to see how good he actually is, because I think he has a total of under 20 carries for the season. He probably wow. can't pass and gained, protect, and they don't, want him to, they don't want Baker to get killed. That's what I would guess. That, yeah. But I would still that play him. Like... <laughs> um, well, he's not going to average 10 yards a carry if he plays all the time. No, but I think he probably will average five. It, Nick Chubb's really good. Hmm. Um, D.D. Westbrook in the 15th and Taewon Taylor. Westbrook is hit or miss. I mean, he's like Keelan Cole or Dante Moncrief. You know, every, every week if the Jags are losing and they have to come back, somebody's going to blow up, but you don't know who it's going to be. But in the 15th round, you know, you take a chance. Maybe yeah. like Marquise Lee got injured. Maybe Moncrief gets injured, and all of a sudden you get a, a more of a target share. And then the 16th round, Austin Sferian Jenkins, who got injured, but also Vance McDonald. I think that was, was that Colpeen or Genie? I can't remember. One of them took him in the 16th round. <laughs> if it's Vance McDonald, that turned out to be a pretty good pick. Yeah, that makes sense. You could be making all these names up. I don't really know. <laughs> no, that's, that, that, that was all true. Um, cool. The Patriots defense in the 11th round. I think that was John Miller. John, what are you doing? I mean, seriously, <laughs> that's your team. You know their defense stinks. Why are you drafting them? Yeah, the defense is not the winning part of that team. No. I mean, you, you expect them to do better than the Steelers' defense, probably, um, based on you, yeah. well, Shazir being the, gone and their, their secondary being trash. And the last three or four, seven, eight years. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just disappointed. I stopped watching this year after Hanson got cut, so... Oh yeah, got oh Chad by, Hansen. Cut, cut by well, he's—I think he's on the yeah. Titans uh, taxi squad right now. Oh, so he got picked up. Okay, yeah. Oh, the, ti- yeah the Titans—that's a—that's 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 a good team right now. Wow, uh, they're so spectacularly bad. Eleven up. sacks. Eleven sacks on twenty-seven passes. I think it was twenty-seven uh, dropbacks. That's ridiculous. He had more sacks than completions. Is Mariota actually playing there? I, I know he, he got hurt he early the, in the season. He was on the receiving end of all eleven sacks. He hadn't really panned out. No. At a certain point, you have to say, you know what? Mariota might end up being a high-end backup at some point. Yeah. Such a Speaking s- of high-end backups, um, <laughs> what do you think of uh, Peterman? Oh, that nice, nice pivot. I mean, that's, that's professionalism right there. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> do you think they're going to start him? Who, who is, who's um, the third stringer? Does anybody know? They have, they have uh, Derek Anderson. I, I think, I think they, they just to, yeah. signed him. They have to, they no. Have to start Anderson. No. Well, but, what is he, like 40 years old? Anderson probably only knows like three plays at this point. Well, it's two more than Peterman. <laughs> Peterman has the drop back and throw <laughs> right, the interception. Yes, yes. That's the one well, move. No, Peterman has. knows two plays. It's a pick and a pick six. That's two separate plays. Yes, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was the delineation there. <laughs> yeah. He is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Ever I don't know in the history if of the any NFL. of you are actually listening to TK at this point, but but there has been a debate over the last couple of weeks of of, of whether or not it's Kaiser or Peterman who is the. Oh the no, worst. it's not even close. It's not, it's not close. even close. It's not close. No. Well, that's the thing. Uh-uh. Tony keeps on saying that it's Kaiser, and I, I it doesn't. Oh no. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Peterman, the eye test and the stats both okay, back up. Okay, that so Peterman is the worst. So Peterman's thrown in the, I guess it's two in his career, seventy nine passes, and he's thrown nine interceptions, <laughs> which is, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's unbelievable. You, you got to be like looking 10%? for positive that's, regression there, though. That's it's eleven point four percent, but it, <laughs> but if you compare that to non quarterbacks that have thrown passes, like on <laughs> like on you know like trick plays and stuff, mm-hmm. like Walter Payton ish yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, over the past four seasons, they've thrown eighty six passes, and with six interceptions. So no, <laughs> so he's 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 not way off from them. That's a six point nine percent interception rate but wait a minute what you basically four so what you basically said was not only is he's the he's the worst quarterback in the history of the nfl Uh-oh. he's the worst non-quarterback thrower in the history of the nfl he's, he's the worse than the guys here. that played high school quarterback then switched to receiver or something yeah he's worse than that wow i'm trying to think of like a good like who was a running back that threw a lot of halfback passes like lt Ladanian thompson threw a lot of halfback passes yeah that's true walter payton did does he have more um, touchdown? Oh no, I'm sure he does because Peterman hasn't played that long. He's got to have more TD passes than Peterman. Oh, Certainly, I'm sure that's true. Okay. How many touchdowns does Peterman have? Two? It, it, zero? It maybe none. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, don't, I think I, don't I would guess if you me. if you had to say bet your life on it, I would say zero. No, he has. Well, I mean, to his team, touchdown. I'm saying to the other team. No, well, yeah, that too. He's still. <laughs> Now, yeah, I'm assuming he has thrown more to the other team than he has thrown to his team. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Right <laughs> we should have we we, we should have okay. had this ready. There's so I'll many good there's so right many good stats to go through here. Yeah. I, I just I I have never seen anything like this ever. And the, I mean, honestly, I, like I, I every t- I feel for the guy. I mean, like the, the, that that pick six that he threw this week is like it was so bad that it it, it just seemed like some sort of. I don't know. I, I don't know why. Yeah, it, it's 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 well, just it's, torture. Right. It's, we were talking about earlier. Watch. It's like, <laughs> is he have a does he have a vision problem? Like he can't. Luke Luke asked, "Is there a thing where you can't like tell differentiate like dark and light jerseys? Is that like a version of color?" But you would think that that would play it's itself like, out in front of the coaching staff where they would go, "Oh, maybe there's a problem here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where before he continues to be the second stringer for a second season in a row, that yeah, uh, they might want to recognize that the guy can't play. I don't see how he's on the roster in the league. I really don't. No, it just seems like, I mean, well, yeah, it it does. It seems like, and for some of the throws, it almost seems like you could just put in, you know, a a, a wide receiver to throw the same ball. I mean, well, Muhammad yeah. Sanu, <laughs> just, just, just trade I mean, for Sanu and he could throw a better all right, ball. <laughs> all right, so, uh, so Peterman's thrown three total touchdowns, mm-hmm. uh, and nine interceptions. I think, I think only two were pick sixes, though. Oh, but so I, I know several. I know several led to immediate scores afterward, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but I think only two were pick sixes. So so he's he's one ahead with touchdowns there. No, he's up. He's in the positive. Okay, yeah. he's in. The, he's in the. He's in the block. But Danian Tomlinson, th- for his career, threw seven touchdowns and zero interceptions. <laughs> so there we go. Nice. Let's bring back LT. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I, you you really could. I think you're right. You could put like a wide receiver or a running back that played. I, like, I high would school. just yeah. Exactly. Or Edelman Wildcat. or one of the guys that's that's now playing receiver. Like yeah, they, I mean they would be just yeah. as effective as as Peterman. Or just get in there and run the wishbone. I like the option, the triple option every play. I think they should just well if if they're not going to just run wildcat all the time, yeah. Then they they should just kneel. 
<laughs> they'd be better off and punt. Yeah. Just kneel consecutively and punt and see what <laughs> That's right. Funny. Your field position will be better, so you'll lose by less. I and if you that assume way. that every 14th time you punt, the guy fumbles, you might be able to get better field position. And at least avoid the shutout. <laughs> yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, I thought after the first few weeks, they were by far the worst team in the league. And it seems that the Giants are somehow worse than they That's are. That's worth discussing. And possibly, the Giants are so bad. And, and Eli could be... Were, could be getting close to the worst quarterback in the league. I think if it wasn't for Peterman, he might actually be the worst quarterback in the league right now. The worst starting quarterback. I'm trying to think of who else. Is it's just been a disaster. disaster here, but you're right. I mean, yeah. And and now what do they do? With, I mean, well, I, I mean, I guess. If, I mean, if I were the Giants, yeah, they have Barkley. He's playing fantastic. Like just just you just hand the ball off to him four downs in a row. <laughs> I mean, what else? What else are you gonna do? No, I mean they 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 should just throw the season away and get another high draft pick. I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing to hold on to there at this point. And yeah. I don't know if but you they, saw it today, I, but the owner came out and attacked Odell, so that situation's going to get better. What? Oh yeah, he came out and and said he needs to you know play more, talk less, something something along those lines, and and uh, so that's you know that's only going to improve. I, I I don't know if you yeah, saw that during last week's game, Odell was like yelling at a fan on the sidelines, and I mean like an like a a rotating. <laughs> fan not like an actual wow. fan it was just it was like screaming into some cool like air conditioning <laughs> unit it was, it was pretty well i did see where he like walked off before halftime like a play before halftime or whatever yeah and that same set of highlights he's just over like screaming at like a, a cool down fan for the, the, the bench players <laughs> he's like screaming at it and yeah it was fantastic so yeah, it's, that's a good I, situation I don't, know if I, I don't know if i blame beckham because uh as a quarterback he's he's one for one with a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He did do it this year. I forgot just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right? All right. If you're wondering why the three of us talked a lot right there, is because Rob wasn't here. <laughs> oh, Welcome that back. sounds like a shot at me, but I am a talker over. <laughs> I, I have a, So we've been talking about we've been talking about Peterman and if he is or and uh, that well, let's face it, he's the worst quarterback in the league. And uh, possibly Eli Manning may be just as bad this year. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Peterman may win a win a lawsuit for uh, another uh, former NFL quarterback. Just just on his own performance. <laughs> yes. It's a stronger and stronger I, case, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Colin Kaepernick is going to hire Johnny Cochran, and Cochran is going to get up to the jury and say, "Ladies and gentlemen of the jury," and just hold up a picture of Peterman. <laughs> I rest my case and well, sit Johnny back Cochran's down. Well, Johnny Cochran's dead, but well, yeah. Point taken. That's how awesome. That's how amazing it's going right. to be. It's the ghost. They're going to exhume his corpse and just yeah. yeah, prop him up there with the picture, and it's going to be enough. And the jury's going to go, you know, you know, you win. <laughs> So Pe- Peterman is just unbelievably horrid. Yeah, it's inexplicable. So they can't. I mean, I don't think makes. they can start Allen this week. Did, did that's that's the question? No, did he's going to be they, out for six weeks. Oh, did they say what? that's that's the prognosis? Yeah, is it like nerve damage? He's going to rehab. He's not going to have surgery. He's getting time. Ta- I, th- I thought he was getting time, John. Now, oh, oh, is he? Really? What is it that bad? That's that's what I had heard. But oh, I didn't. Wrong. I didn't hear that. Okay. This that afternoon, like I, I heard that he was just going to try rehabbing it. Okay, so, so that's not going to end well. Who is their back? Who is their third string? Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson? But he, I, mean, I, I think he's been on the team really? for like three days. How old is Derek Anderson? 35. I feel like he's, I feel like he's old, as old as I am. 
Yeah, he's, he's, is he really only 35? It seems like he's got to be older than that. He seems like he's been in the league for 40 years. Um, let's see. I mean, he had that, that season with Cleveland. That's got to be 10, 12 years ago. It was, that's exactly right. When was right. the last season he actually, when was the last snap he took? Is that, okay. But that was, but, no, 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 that wasn't And the last then he played he for took. Carolina. That was when he had his was, good season. His Pro Bowl season was in 2007. Mm-hmm. That version of Derek Anderson is not stepping on the field. That version of Derek Anderson never again stepped on the field. Yeah, they should. Here's what they should do. They should start Anderson and then play Peterman at wideout and just have him run routes over the middle over and over again, <laughs> and just see how long he lasts. With those two, with, with Anderson throwing him the ball, soft screens over the middle and see. If yeah, he survives. it's an option. <laughs> um, Maybe they should do reverse wildcat. Why, why torture reverse this guy wildcat. more? Sorry, that's really mean. Should be the opposite. So that they like have the. They had the Wildcat running the majority of the time, and every now and then they switch it up, and Peterman comes in and is at quarterback. <laughs> so it's the so it like it catches them off guard because they're never going to put this guy in. Oh, there he is! Yeah, but they can't let him throw then after that. Well, no, then he just hands the ball off. Okay. Yeah, that's the Bills should just run take play the snap after play and... that looks like Tampa Bay's last play from the weekend, where they just run <laughs> yeah. quarterback draws up the middle and then lateral it in either direction and attempt to score. It's yeah. like rugby. Seventy-five percent of their plays are halfback passes. <laughs> <laughs> they just he pitches it or hands it off, and then he's so much more entertaining. Running back throws it. Yeah, I mean, just have fun with it. When your quarterback, it's I cannot believe there's not a better option out there. Yeah, at this point, amazing. Yeah. I can't I, believe well, there, there, there well, there is. And a he's the one filing the lawsuit. Well, nobody wants yeah. to hire. I can't that believe guy. they haven't signed a better option. Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I mean, look, there's. There, there is a mythology around Colin Kaepernick that Mike Freeman keeps pumping up that he's a top 10 quarterback. He is not, okay? No, no, no. The, no, the no. guy's career completion percentage is like 54, 55, something like that. He's dangerous right. because of his legs. <clears throat> and, but he, that still would make him way more effective than Nathan Peterman because he never threw yes, a lot of interceptions. He should have a job. He, he is good enough to be a, one of the worst four starters in the league, I think. Probably. At his yeah, best. Absolutely. But you have he to run a certain kind of offense for that, though. Right. But he's certainly good enough to be a backup on some Absolutely. Teams. Because you can put I mean, him in there on. and give him a package, and he can run it, and you might win the game. And there are a lot of backup quarterbacks you have no chance of winning the game with. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah. w- wouldn't you rather Nathan at least Peter. have a one-in-three chance? Yeah, or who, who's the Steelers quarterback backup? Is it still Landry Jones or whatever his name is? No, no, is? Landry, he got cut. It's, um, well, actually, I don't Good. know if it's Dobbs or Mason Rudolph. I don't technically know who the, the backup is right now. Both right. on the roster. They're both still there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, they, they sent Landry Jones back in. And I think About it's time. because they like Dobbs a lot. Hmm. Um, Dobbs was, yeah. he's got a good arm. He, he's really smart. I think he was an engineering major. Um, but he, oh, did he go to a technical college, perhaps <laughs> somewhere in the Midwest? Um, maybe Michigan. You know what? I don't think so. But <clears throat> I think that the technical program that he attended at Tennessee was ranked higher than the one that you're thinking of. Probably, and probably cost a lot less. Th- probably that, that brings me to a question: What is the origin of the Michigan Tech Huskies conversation? They're awesome. They're the best team in division. What what are they in division two? Was it Steel Fortress though, or was there was there yes. something to this team before that that I that I don't know? For me, <laughs> I've, I've been fascinated it's all by this about for quite Glacier some time. Wallington. 
Yes, yeah, so I'm all in on Glacier Wallington now. Steel Fortress doesn't even play. Steel Fortress is third string, red shirted. Yeah. Wait, they have a player named Glacier Wallington? Yes. Glacier yeah. Wall, what we call him for short. Glay Wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was We're covered. We're not kidding. Remember when they played, uh, who was it that they played the, the um, receiver Brass Woods? Do you remember him? Yeah. Yes. I think that was their second game of yes. the season. Yes. Wallington, Wallington covered him like a blanket. Yeah, he's a DB. He shuts him down. He, he you know, he. Glacier's a DB. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't make sense or something. No, he was no a, I, th- he, I think, he, I think all of these guys are, are in the wrong positions. Steel yeah. Fortress should not be the quarterback. He should be. Oh, no. Steel Fortress should, should be, be the a DB. Defensive player. You can't get. Yeah. Yes. Can't, uh, well, maybe not the DB, but. No, I, I'd say that he should be front seven and so should Glacier Wallington. No. Yes. Oh, God, no. No, Glacier. Ooh. Glacier freezes out the top wide receiver on the other team. That's a good well, point. All right, that's a way to look at it. I was just thinking Glaciers are... Well, what do you think? They, what do you, slow what do you, moving and large. Yeah, but they have a defensive lineman <laughs> on the team named Jimmy Cannon. How is he that's not true. the quarterback? Jimmy, okay, yeah. that's, that's true. That's, that's Jimmy that's, Cannon. That's, that's, that's the quarterback's absolutely. name if I've heard of one. Jimmy what was the other guy's name? Brass Stairs? What was the... Was Brass, the Brass Woods. Woods. Brass Woods. <laughs> yes. There's some beautiful names in Division II college football. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State is, I mean, Michigan, Michigan Tech is uh, two and four right now, or three and four. Sorry, they won this past weekend. Uh, but just four game losing streak in the middle. They're kind of like my fantasy football team. Okay. Just okay. won the first couple and then just sucked. Oh, Brass they Woods put, the they third. They got to put two fortress in. He what? <laughs> Brass, Brass Woods, Woods the, the third. third. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's nothing, you know. Glacier 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 Wallington has a brother named Canyon. And I'm not even joking. Yeah, Canyon Wallington. Yeah. Canyon Wallington. Yeah. yeah. That's almost as good as Headless Joseph PhD. Well, well that's yeah. because <laughs> Glacier <laughs> Wallington was named that because his his parents love nature. Yes. So, and their sister and his sister's name Sierra. Uh-oh. So uh, mean, just a quick switch, if you guys don't mind, because sure. I know that I, I have a question regarding DK and you can or cannot reveal this information. It's up to you. But were you not recently Jason, all probably. three together to, to, uh, to, to complete the game? Did you actually get together to do? A, uh, yeah. To work on yes. things? You did. Okay. Just wanted to verify. Was it five days? Uh, I got in the night of October 3rd. Luke showed up on the 4th. The next day. And we recorded the 4th, 5th. Six and seventh, then Luke went home. And eighth. <laughs> well, All this taking place eighth. at the Fuse residence. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's exciting. Now, he said I, I showed up after him, but I'm not convinced <laughs> that's the case. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rob came in on Wednesday night. It goes to bed. I mean, we, we got back from the airport, what, like midnight, 1230? Yeah, yeah, it was late. You yeah. you went to bed at twelve thirty. I went to bed at two thirty. Well, I mean, that's just some choice in there. No, you had just uh, given me the the vocals and lyrics to a song that Patrick has heard, but nobody else yes. has. Yes, and I think you said something like, "Oh, we like we want to try to record this while we're here." Yeah, we got. So, I wrote this yesterday. <laughs> Let's finish this in the and, next three days. And then, so you said, like, so start thinking of some ideas. So I stayed up and and yeah. tried to write, and ah, I made no progress. Okay. But I stayed up for two hours. 
which allowed Luke <laughs> to drive from South Carolina and arrive at the yes. house before I got up. Yes. <laughs> so Luke came from a four and a half hour, five no, hour drive was, away and beat. It was up. it was a good five hours at least. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up at four in the morning every day, though. Well, I mean. Again, well, that was actually going to be my other question. Given your 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 strange schedules, how did I, I, that's mm-hmm. a pretty tough thing to pull together. I guess if for five days, you probably just stayed up all the time or nonstop, huh? It felt like it. That's uh, oh, Jason was cracking the whip. <laughs> I was not. Yeah, you did. You were like, you have to be up at seven thirty. <laughs> can you reveal like, the number of tracks you recorded in that amount of time? Twenty four, twenty five. That's we, we're, we're, I think, I think we're keeping apotheosis. We we uh, recorded twenty four, yeah yeah. But we have, we have twenty five songs in a five day period. Uh, well, they're not all they're not songs. They're not all songs. Uh, tracks. Yeah. Tracks. Mm. Wow, wow. Some of them are short. That's some of them are. That's that's songs. well done, gentlemen. It was something, in- including writing one completely from scratch, pretty much. And uh, well, that was actually going to be my other question. So you others. at least had you at least had most of them worked out to what you were going to do. It wasn't just there were uh. Mm, most, yeah, not all. There's right. a handful in there. I mean, you guys were still writing. I think Rob was writing like two or three, maybe four. Let's see. We we're here <clears throat> finishing. Uh, um, I cha- had to. I had to write the song changes. that Patrick listened to, all of it. <laughs> um, well, so did I. So did I. <laughs> well, I mean, I did. I just did it a day before that. Right, 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 right. Um, I rewrote part of that song, so that's two. Um. I rewrote part of that song, so that's three. I finished that song, so that was four. And I rewrote part of that. So I had uh, one track to completely write my verse, and then four other ones that I had to, to work on. Mm-hmm. And it then, got done, though. And then we rewrote some of the other tracks. Um, and then As there was we another solo. track that there was some improv on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was, that, hey, you're talking about the this. one. You're talking about the one where where Jason shoved you across the room. That is the one I'm talking about. <laughs> that was that was getting into the character of the track. So it was physical improv. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not lyrical. I didn't know that was coming, and he he thought I would respond to that by getting right back up on the mic because I had another line after that. <laughs> but you were like, "What? What's going on?" Yeah. So yeah, we worked. Was... We worked. Um, we got a late start on Thursday because I slept really late, and <laughs> and then we had to go get groceries and get warmed up and put things in place. So we worked for nine hours on Thursday. Then we worked for mm-hmm. seventeen hours on Friday, and then we worked for sounds f- right fifteen hours on Saturday, and then I mean we got started really early on Sunday. Luke, what time did you leave on Sunday? Like. Like six six thirty six. So yeah, we had seven. to put in at least ten hours on Sunday. Oh, I'd say eleven, close to twelve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably more like that. And then um, I had to record one more song on Monday, mm-hmm. but that one actually went a lot quicker than we thought it would. So probably only yep. like a couple of hours because I was still writing. Yeah, you got that done. We finished recording that, and then I was like, okay, we got to go to the airport. Yep. Like thirty minutes later. Yes. So you fed the kids, and I had some tea, and then we hit the road. Yep. And you were sick, like coughing in like... Yeah, I'm still had coughing. Had a cold, yeah. and I had a cold most of the time. Yeah. It's really amazing that anything I, got done. I, I lost w- my voice day three, I think. 
<laughs> yeah. But but that's because I was like I was frightening the neighbors on day two. So. Oh, that, yeah, that was, was like one thirty in the morning. You were just screaming into the mic. Wait, did you actually have tremendous. neighbors neighbors that 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 paid a visit or said hello or or? No, they did not. They haven't mentioned it yet. I think they might have been too terrified to come out of their house. And maybe for some time. I mean, just yes. imagine. I haven't heard from them since. We'll, we'll tell you the track after you know when, you're when, listening to the album. But it was like one in the morning because we went to bed at like one thirty every night, and I couldn't sleep yeah. at all. The adrenaline after recording all the way to one thirty. And then, like, so I was laying in bed every night, probably for at least an hour before being able to fall asleep. So we were on fumes. I mean, the first hour was like shower, two cups of coffee, and then hope to just like pry my eyes open. Whereas Luke had already gone for a run. He'd been up for three hours. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Luke ran five miles, and I'm down here editing tracks and putting stuff together and mixing stuff. <laughs> and I look like death warmed over. I mean, it was bad. Um, it was like, I think we were Literally screaming at the top of his lungs at one in the morning. Well, that's one yeah, thing that on, I've noticed with Luke is 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 that yeah, he's, it's 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 not soft. It doesn't it doesn't come in soft. The, <laughs> no, the man, no, the man, no, comes, the man comes. He comes hard. When he's on the court, he's going hard to the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. You got to bring it hard to the paint. Yep. I have one. So other, you've, I, I, you've I, heard. I do have one other question, and I don't know how many people sure. you've shared the the amazing piece of loose leaf paper with. Um. Um, just you guys in that email. Okay, chain. so I won't ruin anything. But, so but like there, there is there is something on that page that looks something very much like what I occasionally trap fish with at work. Uh-huh. And then below that, there is a phrase that is I don't know if I, maybe I, I won't even bother saying this, but I'm 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 fascinated yeah, by what is going on with that bit of strange square sketch. And I'm just going to leave that. I don't know when you're going to reveal this at some point. Hopefully this, is, hopefully this will be in the, the CD liner notes. But this entire piece of paper oh, yes. is fascinating. But I'm particularly fascinated with what's that, whatever's going on. Where, where on, on the, on the, on the bottom left corner. Um, oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. That, you think that's that like looks a very much like a fike like net. A... If you feel like looking up a fike net, um, that's what a I, saning I net? Is that like a saning net? Similar. Similar. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tube net that that fish work their way into and can't get out of. Yeah. Um, and whatever is going on there, I really want to know because that looks like something I work with occasionally. And I'm quite sure that that's not what it is. No, it's my, it's me being a terrible artist. is what it is. <laughs> but yes, but I know what what, what, what's yeah. written below. It makes it all the more interesting to me. Um, oh yes. That is, um, that is a key point in one of the songs okay. that, and I hate, it, um, I hate to keep it so vague for the listeners, but once they see this, they'll understand. No, you kind of have about. to. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. track is, I think that is one of the tracks, like a lot of them are just like, oh, this is nonsense. That track, I think, if you understood how much research we did oh my gosh. on that one song, it, it would probably sicken some people and you, you wouldn't believe it. You just wouldn't believe how much we put into that track. It looks like something that you wake up <clears throat> after a nightmare and quickly draw so you don't forget it yeah that's <laughs> well it was a waking nightmare as we're sitting here recording and i'm just like i gotta keep my hands busy to keep my mind engaged because i'm so tired yeah i don't know what exactly is happening with and then on top of those... all that apparently there's a tennis ball being tossed just above it <laughs> well that's a baseball okay but... Yeah, that's it's also fascinating. I've 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 examined yes. and examined it. I'm 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 actually just tortured at this point. I'm glad you've analyzed it. That's, well, it's it's 
I've hinted to KJ on the podcast, the, the Speaking Tangents podcast before, so I'll just say that's 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 a sideways view of a baseball stadium. Oh, is what it is. Okay. The baseball's flying out of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, yeah. Uh, that, that, that that doesn't doesn't really help me. But <laughs> oh, when you listen to the album, <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We just have to wait. I'm, I'm anticipation. So so what do you think? So we gave you a little preview. What did you think of that? Uh, I, I don't know how far, you, I mean, I don't know what level of praise you want me to give you, but it's high. Um, I'm, I, it's, and it's already been pretty high. I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty damn excited about this. And um, I don't even know what to say outside of that. Like I said, I was having a, literally a terrible couple of days and I listened to the second track and it actually kind of lifted me from the fog. It's so wonderful. And Which that awful. one is probably the most ridiculous one. So that was. Well, remember when? Um, I think that, I that might have been you. the dumbest thing that we did. It, it, it uh, may have possibly. been, but no. for, for the for the particular situation that I was in at the at the time, it was um it was exactly exactly what I needed. And the other one was just actually pr- pr- as per your other track so far. I think just ninety eight percent over my head. But um, that that was still, the one still we did. fantastic. That was the one. That was the one we did. Uh, writing right in there. three days. Yeah, in three days. Yeah, that actually, so. I'm really happy with the way my verse turned out, considering that, that's I had the no one. idea it was doing literally the day before I w- we recorded it. The well, night and, I, and, and just on, you know, despite the lyrics that I need to analyze over and over and over again, to, I think to, to, to grasp, the, the sound of it is phenomenal. So, I, I mean, I think whoever is, is fired up for this album is, is going to be um, very well paid off. Plus, I, plus we wrote that, that, uh, that song doing math. Which makes me happy. Oh yes, that's the math we calculated. <laughs> and stuff I, that's out. That, well, that's another thing that's yes, that's on the on the on the sheet of paper that I've looked at over and over again. Examining the numbers is uh, is, is don't do it. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, even I, I didn't even understand what Luke was trying to accomplish with his verse, and like I was going to ask him, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what, I'm just yeah. Me and Luke had a conversation about what 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 we were doing, what he was doing with that verse. I was like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool, you can do that. And Rob's like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> I don't understand anything that you guys are talking about. I did. Yeah, he's well, like, uh, we talked for ten minutes, and Rob's like, I don't understand anything you just said. Well, I had I had four different formulas I was thinking about using. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. That, I, I didn't <laughs> understand any of them. I I ended up going with the easier one just because of the limited time, but. That was yes, the smart move, and I and I great. admired what you were able to accomplish. I just didn't understand what was happening at the time. <laughs> yes, but once you wrote that, that chart out, then I was like, "Oh, I get this." Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we're going to have some stuff. There's going to be a book. We've already kind of talked about this. A PDF, like digital book, that comes with a bunch of the stuff, supplemental material. That's going to have like all kinds of stuff about all the songs in it. Uh, part of that will be some sort of lyrics thing mm-hmm. where we're going to put the lyrics somewhere because. Honestly, I mean, even reading some of these lyrics, it's like, okay, what does that exactly mean? And underneath, there's so much like hidden underneath mm-hmm. in different layers. There's, there's like, it's like nonsense stuff on the top when you hear it, but then you're like, oh, that seems like it's intelligent, and some of it is. And then below that, it's like, oh, that has this, all this stuff links together and means a lot more than you think it does on the surface. And then, then again, some of it is, is just complete nonsense. So we, we will have some way to put out, you know, Here's what I meant by this when I said this, and this is what this goes with. And this album is the thing that I always wanted to make because it is it's somehow turned into it. I I mean, I we put the work into it, so that's what it happened. But you put a lot of work into this. Yes. But it 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 is 
it is interwoven and locked, you know, things in songs, three or four songs back kind of connect to another song and um, how the whole thing has an art to it. And it's, it's a concept album. Well, it is, and so here's the Which thing: is, I've had this question for quite a while, and I think I kind of asked you this at, at Jingle Fest. But, but at mm-hmm. what point did you guys actually talk about doing this together? In, in, the, I mean, in this fashion, like not just doing a couple songs, but actually getting together and putting this much time and effort into it. Probably after Jingle Fest. Oh, really? The, the, even the mo- the most recent probably. one. Probably. Probably. Oh, really? To get okay. this to put this much into mm-hmm. it, yeah, and to make it into a full on. That's what I'm saying. This was it because of the reaction you got, or you already just because? I mean, I think that the reaction that you guys got at Jingle Fest was obviously pretty phenomenal. I mean, I, everybody was was <laughs> was pretty fired up from what I. Yeah, I was blown away. Yeah, I, I I feel like from my end of it, I feel like I was like, oh, this could be cool if we could do this. I don't know if we can actually pull this off. We had planned and then we put in the work. We had planned to get together in Atlanta at the end of September before Jingle Fest. Okay, right. So we had a timeline. But what we thought the album was going to be was much simpler than what it ended up turning right. out to be. Yeah, like 10 to 12 songs, basically, with a few interludes. We, our, our initial or, or maybe idea was 10 tracks, 7 full songs, and 3 like short, like the, the ridiculous song that you liked. 3 songs mm-hmm. like that. Not that uh-huh. one, but 3 songs like that. Right. And it was going to be a 10-song album, and that was it. And then it just metastasized i mean it it became this and especially there was one song one song that jason um wrote that he was trying to write that he failed three times and became three songs on this album is that and then ended up writing the the other song that eventually also got on the album he just kept coming up with four songs out of one attempt oh god that's like that's like a gremlin you you poured water on it And when you hear the four songs, you're like, how did, what? How did he? I don't even understand it. It was unbelievable. And and the original one you were trying to write wasn't that. It's probably. (laughs) So so none of those final complete songs were actually the one that was initially meant to be written in the first place. It was, it's probably the least of those three, the least of those four. Yeah. I like the other three better. Oh, it had to be so fun though. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this this whole thing was has been work, but also been fun, and we laughed. There's one that we there's, it's on it's on it's going to be on the album that we laughed so hard recording it that I I mean we laughed at a lot of these, but the one that you've heard already the, the interlude we laughed forever mm-hmm. doing that. I mean we almost uh, we almost couldn't get through it laughing sometimes some of the parts where we were trying to record. <laughs> it's it's spectacularly funny. I mean it is, I it's, honestly it's, almost it's, wet my pants. Oh. I did. I had to I had to go. I had to run to the bathroom. I almost wet myself. <laughs> and to cut yeah, into so, that versus, I mean, the, you know, almost the opposite of the other the other tracks that you guys are doing, which are just so filled with with various levels of brilliance. To to to, <laughs> to just go in the other yeah yeah. yeah there's kind of, there's the a other. there's a range of of idiocy. I oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Oh so god, good. there are some things on here that are just unbelievably dumb. Yes. So fear not. Like if you're expecting something on the level of jingles and how stupid they can be. We have stuff that's dumber than that. We oh, got I, you covered. <laughs> and honestly, that's what's so much more exciting about it. I mean, the, the, like when I heard the, the first two songs that you guys you know, put out prior to, prior to Jingle Fest, and then the third one that I think came out just afterwards is actually my favorite of the first three that I heard, which I loved. Yeah, that, um, one, that one's better now. 
Oh, you've, what, you've, you've, you've changed it? You've modified well, it? Well, the, the lyrics are the same, but it sounds a lot better. Oh, yeah, they oh, both re-recorded their parts okay. here. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we're, 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 all, we're all pretty fired up, so... Yeah, we're yeah. excited. I'm, I'm ready to get this thing done. Early. There, there's a few like that one, too. Yeah. So it's... It, I hope people are going to like it, because it's, it's been fun, and I think that whatever you're expecting, it's going to have some of that, and then some stuff that you're not expecting. I don't know how anybody could expect some of the stuff that's on here. I, <laughs> I am currently, of, I'm currently <laughs> staring at, again, at the, at the piece of paper, and, and I'm... I mean, I could... Yeah, you think our last podcast was long? I could, I could ask a lot of questions here, gentlemen. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially by the end of it. If I, if I just kind of work my way to the bottom and to the right, I'm just now afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of all three of you. That's Jason's drawing. That's Jason's drawing. So it's all his fault. No, all of it, all of it combined. If, if, if you just work your way down and try to absorb it, it uh, my, 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 my brain just goes, it goes, yeah, it goes sideways. Yeah, it's it. Some of it doesn't make any sense. It all ties to the album in some way, though. I don't even understand some of this stuff that's on here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a podcast to explain the paper when the album comes. Oh out. Oh my god, there's a Pac-Man reference in here that I didn't see. There's multiple Pac-Man references. Yes, yes, yes. Well, at least I think they're multiple. Maybe it's maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of math and a lot of science and a lot of nonsense, which is you know that's. Sums, sums up what we're doing here. Perfect. I feel like perfect. I feel I feel like I feel like we're on target still for this to come out early December, and it will have. I mean, we we have a list of ideas for like supplemental, like written material and graphs and charts and drawings and stuff. I mean, like this piece of paper will be in. There'll be a picture of it in the supplemental stuff. I there's I other stuff along this. the lines of this. I'm, I'm working on an unconventional diss track. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> You're you're not yeah you're not gonna really even believe that Luke came up with the idea for some of his supplemental material. It's <laughs> okay. It I'm more excited about that than I am about the album. Because I don't know how many no questions I could ask. But the 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 graphic that so intrigued you, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if we end up with seventy pages worth of material in the PDF on that graphic. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would expect. Yeah, absolutely. That's not an exaggeration. No, not at all. <laughs> and multiple things that are not even in the PDF also to go with that. Yes. Yes. 70, 70 pages, is, that's, that's rather large. We're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to distribute this in, in backpacks. Each, yeah. each person no, nobody, who buys the album yeah. is going to have to get a backpack. That's costly, <laughs> well, just, just so you know. Well, it's all going to be digital, so they can print it if they oh, want. Oh, okay, okay. I've never tried to print yeah, a I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not killing trees to print paper, print, you know, all this nonsense. No, Anybody who wants to see it can actually read it. It's, it's really, I mean, I'm really, I'm not even joking. I'm as excited about the supplemental stuff, this PDF and the other stuff that goes along with it, the extras, as I am the actual audio album I, itself. I think, and, and depending on how you want to distribute this, if, I mean, obviously it'll be out before next year if we all do get together again in, in D.C., but I mm-hmm. think that at least this page, if not multiple pages of whatever you're going to distribute, need to be made into a giant puzzle that we all have to put together and slowly come together on on a table and chatter. And then finally there's one center table that it all comes together. And then we can have like four days like of discussion that. about it. I like that because there are parts of this album that are puzzles. 
the song, the other song that we sent you, not the super nonsense one, but the other mm-hmm. one, is a puzzle in some ways. Oh, I was I was attempting to, to yeah when I when I got home and I only, I've only had one listen so far, so that one I'm going to go back to. I I, I, I it's going to take quite a while though. I got a feeling because I was trying to go through it on the you know just on the first round and and instantly yeah, like it, I said my brain got a little fried. Yeah, I'm hoping for re-listenability is what, what we're kind of going oh, for. I think so you, I you think listen to it once. I think you've already achieved that from everything that I've listened to so far. I mean, I, I kind of oh, want to go back and good just, yeah, you have to decipher first the music's great, and then that you have to go back and actually listen to everything that you're saying. And that's, that's pretty cool right when there. it's actually every individual word. Well, I hope people are going to like it because it's it's been it's been fun and it's been work, but... I'm ready for people to hear this and just see what they think. Yeah, we're ready to sell our 100 copies and then be <laughs> yeah, make our money back and then just you know be like, hey, we did this thing. That and that's that's the kind of way we look at it is you know whatever happens happens. Yeah, we just don't want to lose too much money on it. We're willing to take a loss. There you go. We'd, we'd like to get back some of the money. You could easily right now just and, and obviously you're not going to do this, but you could put up just a GoFundMe in front of Littles. And you would make thousands and thousands of dollars just. I don't think that's actually true. <laughs> I think it is true. <laughs> if you said five dollar no, advance copies, so. you would you would be uh, you'd be doing just fine. I promise. Yeah, well, we've we've actually thought about that. <laughs> so who knows? Who's, who what, knows what, what's being happen. eaten there? That sounds like. Yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no. I was I was trying to uh, guess. All right. Like, so what else? At it. I'll, I'll I will say this. It sounded like it, something being punctured through, like. Foil, almost like a cough drop. Hmm. Like a I, I will say this, and this will narrow down considerably. It is, uh, at one time, it was an iconic snack on the show. Pistachios. Really? Pistachios? When did Tony talk about pistachios? I have no idea. That's just what it sounds like. Or... I'm going to say, ki- say kind bars. Uh-oh. I dropped again. Sounded like individual. All right, all right, I'm back. I keep dropping. Sorry, right. guys. Okay, okay. Is, what, what, did you hear what we guessed? No, I didn't hear any guesses. Pistachios. I said I pistachios. pistachios. Luke I said. I said. I said kind bars. And I said okay. tootsie rolls, but there's no way you're going to be yeah. eating tootsie rolls. That doesn't. There's fit. no chance that, I would not eat tootsie fit. rolls. That's that's disgusting. Um, yes, Luke. What kind <laughs> of kind? What kind Ooh. of kind? Yes. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, like the kind you can get off of a tree, like like trail mix, but for trees. <laughs> no, no, you have to guess the flavor, the specific flavor. Pumpkin spice. I've had two kind bars, and you've given me both of them. Uh, okay, you've listened yeah. to the TK Cur- show for how long? A while. Okay, pick your kind bar flavor based on that. I don't even remember. I was going to say I don't remember. Kind of yeah, like cranberry. I remember almond. him being flavor specific. Cranberry, cranberry almond. almond. Um, that was the that was that the flavor sound, that, that Satch liked. Those those are good. Uh, that was one of the ones you gave me. Yeah, well, this one's rancid, but I'm eating it anyway. <laughs> See, I don't understand that. This is this is something that we discovered when we were all here. Is if Rob buys something, even if, if he's like, oh, I'd like to try that. That might be interesting. Even if he doesn't like it, he still eats it. Well, I'll it for it. The, complete... He buys it for the curiosity. Yeah. But then once the curiosity has been satisfied, if you don't like it, don't eat it. Look, this might make you sick to your stomach, but I paid $4.5 for this at the Midway Airport. I'm, I'm eating it. 
You paid four and a half dollars for a kind bar? It's Chicago, dude. Their yeah, prices are insane. Too. Yeah. I got it's a bag of bugles. To, it's good not to waste things. That's good. That's good. I got a bag Although, of bugles, a vitamin water, and a kind bar for $13.22. <laughs> That's crazy. I had to get something. So, um, anything other fantasy football? What were we talking about? Any other fantasy football <laughs> stuff that we wanted to cover in this nonsense podcast? Mm. Well, any more thoughts? All of my uh, undrafted players who could make a mark, very few of them actually have or probably are going to. Um, Eric mm. Ebron ended up being one of those guys, and he's on my team. Uh, TJ Yeldon ended up being one of those guys. I have just Green Bay wide receivers. So any Green Bay wide receivers that didn't get drafted, and that turned out to be... Um, it's just If Aaron Rodgers is throwing to you and you're one of the starting three receivers, then you should be in a lineup somewhere. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, later on in the year, oh my God, I have Eli. Quarterback, undrafted quarterbacks I thought could make uh, a difference. Trubisky, Eli, and Bradford. So that I'm going to say so no, much. no, and no. Yeah. yeah, no. Nah. Um, what... I would say th- these players look out for in the second half of the year. If Gurley ever gets injured, I like John Kelly. Um, if David oh, really? Johnson gets injured, Chase Kelly Edmonds. over Brown. Over Brown? Oh, Malcolm yeah, Brown? Mal- yeah. 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 I think so. I think Brown is the backup because I don't think Kelly is ready to be. You, remember, if, if you are a backup running back, you're probably playing special teams. And I'm not sure, maybe maybe Kelly can't play special teams. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kelly would leapfrog Brown as a starter or maybe get 60% of the carries. Actually take the um, carries. Yeah. Or maybe he would be the receiving back. He's got great hands. Um, yeah, that's, I don't have anything else to add there. There are other good players, but nobody wants to, to hear about that. <laughs> nobody wants to hear anything at this point. Uh, so we, we've we've made no men as far as I know no mention of League Three right at this stage. No, do we want to? Uh, I just figured we'd live, give like a, a brief, just a very brief. I mean, brief. Sure. Update. <laughs> Go for it. Um, Jeff Turner, Garrett Schumann in one division, and then uh, Jeff Stevens and Scott Jenkins in the other division. And I, Robert, I don't know if you want to. Uh, explain anything that was going on on Twitter today. I, I paid almost no attention to it, but there seemed to be a lot of conversation in that league. Was there anything that actually is worth discussing or no? I take that as a no. <laughs> I think I think he's moving gone. on. Is he gone? Think he's gone okay. again. Yes, okay, he's then gone. there we go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, poorly. Yeah. Uh, well, the the yeah. issue the issue was uh, team def- team defense, right? Scoring on. Well, I don't know. Was it? I did. I didn't catch it actually. Yeah. I, I I I looked this morning briefly, and then not again. Yeah, until this afternoon. the uh, a lot of weight to negative uh, negative mm. points for uh, for yardage allowed. Okay, that was that was the issue. Right, yeah, I'll look let's back just into say it. that I, saw, um, I, I just saw several responses from Robert, so I figured that was that was yeah. bad timing. Apparently, I I keep <laughs> dropping <laughs> or good back. timing. <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, exactly. Let's just say that that you know. A lot of, lot of um, things happened in League 3 <laughs> at the beginning of the season and Some, um, yeah. it did, seemed like it's still continuing to it happen. It didn't go and, well. 
And no, that's could have been, been smoother. 0.9. Actually, no, it's just 100% my fault, and I apologize to them. But you know what? I'm almost kind of done with that, too. So the hell with them. Hopefully they, yeah, hopefully they yeah. figure it out. They're in League 3. Speaking, speaking I mean, of which, I, I, I forgot to give my commissioner grades. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Well, nice segue. So I might go as high as a D minus. I'm, I'm as a, high as a D minus. <laughs> well, that's got to be for me. No, that can't be for Robert. No, well, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know if he did much, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's true. He deserves a D minus. <laughs> but he, I don't. I don't think you. I deserve he a didn't. D minus. I mean, I think I do deserve an F. This didn't. It, it didn't go well. Yeah, but they, thank you. I, I, mean, I appreciate the D minus. It's the first time I've ever been really happy about a D minus. I think that's that's well, friendly. Well, you know, you know, like when the teachers give. Give extra points because the the student shows a lot of effort. Yeah, you yeah, I, yeah. yeah I do. There's 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 caring there. There's caring. Yes, there. I do care. Yeah, do yes. Care. Yeah. Just, it just, just uh, unfortunately, I, I'm just an I, idiot. I'm still. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's it's I'm ridiculous to have to manage three. I mean to agree. To well, have, have to handle three of these things. Honestly, the largest mistake was, and this is actually what's frustrating about ESPN, and I think I'm I'm, I'm I mean I hate to do this because I know everybody. Like nobody likes change, but one of the most frustrating things about ESPN's platform is is that you can't import the settings from another league, and so we had to go through and individually change each individual yeah. scoring setting for each um, you know for each league, and that's where it got screwed up. And and I, the mistake that the largest mistake that I made was trying to kind of do that last minute. So obviously it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I I still blame ESPN because you know that's. Well, it seems like it seems like it was a nightmare to try to set this up, it, and it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, it, it obviously first off could be done better by me, but then it, we also might be able to find a better uh, a better way to do it that's a little bit you know, simpler. Mm-hmm. And be honest, if you're in League Three, just be happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean and, and, just, and yeah. you know, some of those people are. There are gonna, other people that up. wanted I mean, to get like, in that didn't get. Yeah, in. they're gonna they're gonna you know they, they will they will they will they will uh, be promoted, and others will be relegated, and then. Yeah, you know, theoretically, next year in League Three, I won't make the same mistakes. But you know, I'm not going to make any promises. I'm stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're not stupid. But yes, no promises. Yeah. I mean, you could have a whole different array of problems and issues in League Three next year. Or you-, you know, honestly, if the complaints get you know become too much, then we'll just you know randomly mid season just chop League Three and be like, eh, absolutely yeah, enough. Well, I mean, I think my <laughs> shut it down. My- well, Jason's going to be there next year, so he, yeah, I'm going to be there next year. So I'll make one of yeah, the I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, not, I'm I'm definitely not moving up to League One. Was that was that Robert or that's that was C3PO? Rochelle, are you there, Rochelle? Hello? Rochelle has taken over the podcast. She's she's taken she's <laughs> she's taken over Rob. No, I, so, it, so yeah, it, it was it was a disaster, and I and I do. I mean, honestly, I, I do apologize to the League Three folks. Right. It was it, the the intention was uh, not to have it be this much of a mess. Hopefully, people are having a good time, and you know they'll realize that we may or may not improve it next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to take over League Three next year and just randomly change the scoring week to week, and people have to go in and find out what it even is. I actually think that oh would be great God. if you, you what, <laughs> this would, is actually not a joke. I was talking with this about with a, with a friend out here that in League Three you could have whoever the high point team is each week make a new scoring change. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just, just so the so the rules week. change. It's something that week. they think may benefit their team, but it would be yes. oh, that would be the the, uh, the the most annoying thing ever. I met a, yeah, I, uh, I met a little <laughs> this week randomly. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. 
um, in the wild. In the wild, I was uh, I I play in an ultimate frisbee league, and a, no a, way, a, a friend of mine just randomly walked up to me and said, "Lachiserie." <laughs> Oh he knew who you were. Yeah, well, he, he, it was this was a friend, but apparently somebody told him to tell me that. Yeah, and then then I ended up, oh, I ended up okay. meeting the guy after that. He just moved out here from Indiana. Oh, cool. That was pretty funny. Well, shout out to him. Yeah, and he's actually who he, is he may never going to listen to this. He may end up uh, <laughs> replacing our empty spot because he's a oh nice football fan. Nice. So, do we want to talk about that at all? Um, it's depressing. I'm 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 still a little yeah. bummed about it. To be honest with you, but, I am too. But I th- it yeah. is it is worth discussing. I think, and maybe Robert can chime in here. But um, yeah, Tatsuke, Tatsuke, is he there? He walked. He walked after week two. Yep. Well, I think Robert walked from this podcast. Oh, maybe he did. Yeah. No, I'm still here. Oh yes. Okay. But I'll um, I'll drop here soon, and then I'll come back. <laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing. I mean. We can hear you now. I know, but I'll drop again. I've, I've dropped seven times. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, yeah it's a bummer. I mean, Todd, yeah, Todd was just, he was, I think he was, he was a little bit upset about the, the scoring changes, and, you know, we tried to, well, I mean, the, the thing was, I, I thought we had it figured out, but he, I think he was frustrated to the point uh, that he just decided he didn't really want to want to play. Look. <laughs> and there, there wasn't I, really I, enough time for any more explanation <laughs> than that. He, he threatened to quit, and then he quit. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, two things about this. Okay. I really like Todd. I think we all really yes. like Todd, yes, right? Absolutely. absolutely. And the explanation I think he gave was that he wasn't mad, but he would hate his life and be miserable if he kept playing. Correct. Right? Yeah, I think, I right. mean, basically what I, what I got from him was, was that. And he was like, you know, he was frustrated by the setup and, and you know, it wasn't so much that, that he... Yeah, he just did, he just kind of didn't want to deal with the agitation of that. You know what I mean? I completely yeah. get that. I don't I don't want I him totally to be miserable that, yeah. and yeah. yeah. <coughs> there's I enough totally there's enough that. to be upset about. There's there's yeah. We don't <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. Now players. I'm also going to say something else. So that's that's in Todd's favor. But the thing that he's upset about doesn't make sense to me. Um I don't completely understand it. And it's related to the pseudo discussion slash argument we had on Twitter today that was going around about team defense scoring. And the, the thing about it is the least valuable position in football basically is running backs. So if you're trying to replicate the NFL experience, why are running backs the most valuable? Like the, 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 what seems to be the mentality of standard settings is that only yardage and touchdowns should count. Now, I understand that, but there is also another school of thought, too, that I think are equally valid. Number one is change the scoring so, it's not, so you don't just run 20 running backs off the top because that's boring. Right. And if you don't have a top three pick, you can't get one of the studs. Well, now you're already behind. But if you have PPR, now you have to consider, well, Antonio Brown might actually be more valuable or DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. <clears throat> so that's one. So balanced scoring. This is why there are things like premium PPR scoring for tight ends where you get a point and a half for every catch if you're a tight end. Well, the top, you know, all of a sudden Gronkowski is a top six pick or Kelsey or, you know, Zach Ertz if you're trying to steal him from Claire Natola as an example. <clears throat> um. So that's one thing. And then there's another where you want to represent the value of the players so that you get a real GM type experience. In that case, 
I think you should you should get rid of team defenses altogether and you should break out individual defensive players because a, a really good rush end like Vaughn Miller or J.J. Watt, they're way more valuable than almost everybody else on the field. Right? Yes, I mean, I think we've you know we've we've talked about that though. I mean, it's just it's a, it's a matter of what we can realistically accomplish with a league of this size. Well, I understand or not we that we can go that far. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I no, I I don't necessarily disagree with you on that. I I actually have more more of an argument against PPR personally than I do. So what's the argument? Well, I mean, I think PPR was was an overreaction to exactly what you were talking about. I think PPR was was an effort to balance score. But what what's the what's the reason for not liking it? I think we lost Patrick. Yeah, I think he's gone. Well, that's I would say it's just different. Maybe is what the argument is. I I, mean, I could I'm see that people you know people are like well I'm used to playing I'd, this way. I get it. I'd say mm-hmm. some of the I'd say some of the scoring is more volatile with the with some of the receivers because you know one game you get three catches another game you get nine. With kind of those net mid-level receiver. And so you can get mid-level receivers that get 30-something points and then four. And then, you know, just it's a little more more of a wider range. I I could see that. But at the same time, like touchdowns are completely volatile. I mean, you know, you you, in in standard scoring, here's the problem. What we were having last year, in standard scoring, if you get 100 points... You have a good shot to win. I mean, in a lot of weeks, the right. you know people were winning with seventy-five points, eighty points. So if you have a quarterback, yeah, if you hit one hundred and twenty, you're pretty much going to win. Yeah, if you have a quarterback that throws for four touchdowns and three hundred fifty yards, and you have a kicker that kicks six field goals, your other guys almost don't have to do anything. And that's a really crappy way to set up a scoring system. Well, now, I don't know if that's really changed. Uh- Oh yeah! In, oh, it's seriously changed. You uh, have to have I, good wide receivers. I, I, I just looked win. at Anita's team, and I only saw Pat Mahomes on there. That's true. Uh well, one kickers, you know, field goals and extra points are worth almost nothing. So that that part of it has changed. Um, the second thing is here. Let's let's go to her team. Because I have Mahomes in a league, and he only had one game above 35 points. So I don't know exactly. He had 37, 53, 33, 27, 18, 39. Yeah, so if she's scoring 120 a game. Gosh. What? There's been. She's she's had four out of six with over 33 points. Yeah, but she's averaging what one thirty-five a game, something like Roughly. that. So she's got to be getting something from somebody. Welcome to speaking of tangents. So obviously, I missed that entire no, second half of that discussion. Uh, this is Jason eats crackers while you guys argue about fantasy football PBR. Tony eats crackers. <laughs> was in the- Wasn't that Luke's first jingle? <laughs> Tony got yeah, crackers. Like yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was that the first one? Yeah, that was the first one. I didn't know that. No, was it really nice? Um, so I, what I was saying was, there are, I can see two, I don't understand the, the attachment to standard, except that's the way we've always done it. 
Uh, um, no, my, my, my argument is, is, and this is what I was, I'm sorry, and you probably already discussed this, but my, I, I think that PPR was, full point PPR was an overreaction to the disparity between previous standard scoring. And then, as things okay, so changed why? in the league. Why do you think that? Why do I think that? Because at the time, it, it made more sense before the current NFL, as it is today, with receivers becoming so much more prominent and so much more important in the league, that it was an adjustment to try to regu- make the scoring between running backs and other positions more normalized. But right. since that's happened, I think full point PPR is, is, is now gone the other direction. It's, it's too much. You, it, it, it makes a valueless play valuable. If you have a negative pass... How for, often for are yards, there negative you, passes? Frequently, you see them. You see, you see them regularly. Odell Beckham, Beckham had two or three in this previous game. He got a point for points that shouldn't count. He lost yardage. Okay, he did his job. Wide receiver screens, yeah, but regardless of whether or not he did his job, the running back who's doing his job at the same time is not receiving points for yeah, getting for stopped in the backfield. The it's no not hard here. to grab a handoff. You have to catch the ball if it's thrown to you. Catching a screen is not that difficult unless. No. It's it, 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 it a full point. What I'm saying is, is that I don't disagree that a receiver should even get maybe a partial point, but a full point is too much, and that's why I was trying to make that argument preseason. I, it, it doesn't make sense now, given the quantity of passes that are being thrown per game. I can see that. I I I understand the argument. I still I kind of understand the argument, but I still don't fully understand it. The passing rate has gone. I mean, I and we would need Luke for this, obviously. But I, I would, I would like to examine the amount of passes being thrown per game ten years ago versus now, and, and the amount of yards per attempt too. Exactly. Yes. And yep. but they're uh, being distributed to more players, though. Like as as an example, Marvin Harrison set the receptions record fifteen years ago. No, I. And again, this is where we need the, the, the stats to come in. But I, my point is, is that I, I think that somewhere in the middle lies, lies the, right, the right balance. A full point is a lot of points to give for a single reception, especially with the amount of passes being thrown now. I think a half point or maybe even a quarter point would, would, would bring it back into closer balance with what you saw in original standard scoring 10 to 15 years ago. See, I think the best wide receivers should be right there with the best running backs. I think that makes the draft fair. If you can't get one of the studs because you randomly got at the back end, you could be I, like Jamie where you can get Julio Jones and Nuke. And, and now you've got a big advantage at wide receiver, whereas the, one of the first five people in the draft, I mean, when it used to be standard and you had a top three pick when it was Sean Alexander, Priest Holmes, and LaDainian Tomlinson, it was game over. If you just randomly got a top three pick, Agree, agree. That's what I'm saying, and that's exactly what I'm saying. But now you can have a week, or you know, you can you can have one or two or three players. And I'm trying to, I mean, specific, like a great example of this would have been Wes Welker from a few years ago, a player who doesn't, you know, who has the amount of points he's gaining in fantasy do not equal the amount of points that he was, the amount of value he had on the, the value. Field. Yes, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. With that. I I don't so, agree with so, that. I so think here's, he was here's, incredibly valuable to the Patriots. But well, that, it, so that depends on what you're what you're counting as value. I mean, in my opinion, I still always go back to like, and I do. I am a believer that that scoring is more valuable than than matriculating the ball down the field. And so, if you're going to catch more touchdown passes, 
in a season, to me, that is more valuable than a receiver who might catch 20, 30, 40 more balls than a receiver who, who catches, you know, 8 to 12 to 15 touchdowns. Yeah, but a lot of that that's, is... That's my... That, a lot of that is the offensive coordinator, though. That's not the skill. Like, as an example, Julio Jones has no touchdowns. Do you think he can't catch touchdown passes? I mean, they're just not throwing become, him the ball. I think it's becoming more and more of an argument <laughs> the way things are going. No, I don't know. I agree. I mean, it's just insane how, th- how things are playing out. But, um, again, uh, my point is is that I, I, I think the value, some, to me, lies somewhere in the middle. I, I, I do understand your point, but I, I think a full point for a single reception, no matter where it occurs on the field and how much effect it has, is too much. See, I would be okay with going to a half if all touchdowns were four points. The, the touchdowns are just too disproportionate in a non-PPR. Because a lot of them are just random. You, you run the ball all the way down to the one, they pull you up because you're winded, they bring in a fullback, they give him the ball. Why does he get six points? He didn't do anything. It's not even mm-hmm. hard a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. They just walk in. And, and that's, that's six points. That's fair. That's fair. I, no, I, I, I mean... I think that's right. I think it's yardage that is getting undervalued here not uh not touchdowns or receptions and so if if you either upped yardage or you decreased touchdowns and ppr then that would if you were going to do something like a little better half ppr actually all touchdowns are four points and you get like an extra half point for a first down i actually like i mean what luke well that that both make sense but what luke was just saying i mean that makes far more sense to me then a point per reception actually is just actually basing the yardage, making the yardage itself more valuable. It's the same. It's essentially the same yeah. thing. If you if you decrease touchdowns and give half a point per reception, that's that's pretty similar to increasing yard yardage points. Yeah. But then you're you're also you you're never going to be able to mitigate this because. There's if you're down by three touchdowns and somebody's just playing prevent, now you're getting all that yardage. You're not. I mean, they're giving it to you. You're never going to be able to take that part of the game out. Yeah, but, and I, 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 but yeah, I agree. But but you can also score touchdowns and get receptions that way. Too. Here's the thing with PPR that, that I would say is a, a I think a legitimate good counter argument. Most of the time in the NFL, you have to get open to catch that pass. So the receiver does his job to get open, and if nobody else makes their block and he gets tackled, you know, for four yards, that easily could have been a 50-yard play. I mean, a lot of these plays are designed, if everybody does their job perfectly, to be huge plays that get to the end zone. But you're counting on 10 other guys. You're just, I mean, that's just, you're never going to get away from that either. And so if you get open, getting open is hard in the NFL. There are guys that can't do it. I don't know why they're still being paid. (laughs) I mean, I think to a large degree, Des Bryant is not in the league. Well, partly because he's a pain in the ass, but he couldn't get separation. He just couldn't anymore. So, mm-hmm. but he can go up and get the ball vertically. And that's what he, he was winning 50-50 balls, but Dak wouldn't throw him 50-50 balls. So I understand the argument. I guess it, it depends philosophically. What are you trying to accomplish? And to me, I always want the draft to be fair. Mm-hmm. and the league to be fun. And if you have full PPR, you can look through there and say, okay, I need a third wide receiver that maybe that's, uh, you're going against the Rams and Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib are going to shut down the top two options. Maybe I can get a slot guy, find somebody, get seven catches for 60 yards, maybe find a touchdown there. But you have to think it through. It's not just going to be like the top two wideouts for every team. 
Well, and, and so that's the thing, actually. I think I, and I, I basically agree with you um, in, in that I, I do want the draft to be fair. And I do all, you know, I also want the league to be fun. And, and, and I think that's just a matter of how you analyze the game and also the draft itself. So, I, I mean, on, on that front, I think we're actually coming from this the, from the exact same manner. It's just a matter of, of how you view the game and how you, how you think that you want to approach a draft to achieve what you want to. If, if, I mean, again, w- w- I, I thought it made sense to me, and, I, and I'm still not sure that it doesn't. With, with the, being that we had expanded rosters for this league for the season, 14 teams, it made sense to try PPR because it makes more of the overall rosters in the league usable. Um, the question is just whether or not full point or half point to me is 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 a better option because I I, I just think valuing a, a single reception and I'm just over and over repeating myself now um, without making any real point but um, it, it just seems like too much that's all I guess. and I think and I and, and I think that was Todd's largest point is that that I think he and I were kind of on the same page there that a full point is it seems like a lot given what it can mean where it given what the value is on the field i'm not i'm explaining this terribly see so, I apologize. Uh, so this is another point where i think we may have disagreed in the preseason but mm-hmm. wide receivers are way more valued by gms than running backs and like as an example i think we 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 pointed out danny amendola and albert wilson each got contracts for eight million dollars a year except for Bell, the the highest paid running back, was making $8 million a year. The best running backs were making the same as Albert Wilson. And when they got him there, they're like, well, we don't have a role for him yet. They paid the guy $24 million for three years and had no role for him. Now, you you could make, you could use that as an indictment of the Dolphins, and I wouldn't disagree (laughs) with you. Um, They are the, the team that brought you Jay Cutler last year. But, but the point is that, that there are a lot, like Sammy Watkins got, 16 million dollars a year like would you rather have Le'Veon Bell or Sammy Watkins well I think most GMs probably would have rather have Sammy Watkins even though Le'Veon Bell everybody else would say well he's a better player isn't he but he's a running back running backs just are not as valuable in the league as wide receivers no I I completely agree that's the change in the game that's the whole that's the whole difference of of you know 12 to 15 years ago is that the game used to be dominated by run games and now it's not it's a passing game, and right. running is is the secondary, you know, the secondary piece of the offense. So I guess I, I, I still... and that's the thing. I think I think PPR was was a reaction to trying to to make the other positions more valuable, and almost now think it needs to revert back a little bit. Okay, that's, so that's my whole point. Here are the the highest scoring players. I'm not going to say their names. Just okay. Running back, running back, wide receiver, running back, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. Receiver, 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 running back, running back, receiver, receiver, tight end, Zach Ertz, receiver, mm-hmm. receiver, tight end, receiver, running back, tight end, running back, receiver, receiver. So tight ends have been elevated and receivers have been elevated. And really, it looks like a 50-50 split on the first page of scorers. To me, that's and- what you're going for. It doesn't matter how you get there. A, a, a backup running back that gets in the TJ Yeldon. TJ Yeldon, if he's starting in place of Fournette, he could get you 20, 25 points because any starting running back could do that. It doesn't matter how good they are. So you're not... That, that's my main argument, I guess, for 
a, a, a reception. But isn't that not- exactly the case in with a with a second receiver? That's that's the thing that that, that confuses me. Like I, at this point, and maybe that and maybe mean? that is your point. I guess that that a receiver of I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. That a yeah. receiver of of uh, at any given week, a receiver of, of essentially no roster value, who is probably not even rostered, will score just as much as a receiver who's highly valued. Whereas I don't think you're going to see that same disparity in running backs. Oh, I, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, there there are no receivers on the first page that are not. I mean, they're all really good receivers. They're all the names you would expect to be there. Tyler well, Boyd is, is it- the first guy when you scroll down where you're like Tyler Boyd, but I mean, he scored four touchdowns. He had two 100 yard games. He had another game where he had 90. It's he's not doing it on catches. I mean, his yards per catch is really high. So I, I don't, I guess I don't understand that argument. Where are, so what are the what are the names on the list? Because that that would actually help me okay. understand where so you're coming from. Just, I think now I'm just now I'm actually just a little confused. Just skip. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll skip the running backs. I'll just give you the receivers: mm-hmm. um, Thielen, Adams, Hill, Hopkins, Antonio, Julio, Robert Woods, Juju, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, Beckham, Stephon Diggs, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans. Golden Tate, Deshaun Jackson, Calvin Ridley, our friend Albert Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen, Kenny Galladay, John Brown, Jarvis Landry, Demaryius Thomas. Now keep in mind, some of these guys have had right, bye right, weeks, yeah, and right. it's so very, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, all the studs are there. Those are the guys mm-hmm. that are at the top. And then when when you get down to the bottom and you start getting to D.D. Westbrook and Sterling Shepard, now you're averaging like 13 points a game. I mean, you're not talking about the guys that are getting 12 targets a game. Did we lose Jason Jason Rubb? I I mean, Jason and Luke? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mentally, Jason's eating. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, so I think... I think those guys are getting more credit, those those D.D. Westbrook types, right? Because they're getting 13 points, whereas somebody like Royce Freeman's getting six, and they're probably about the same level. Uh, well, part of that is just, for some reason, well, the Broncos' offense is just atrocious, and Philip Lindsay has taken a lot of carries. Uh, yeah, but, but, he, but that's because Royce Freeman isn't getting catches. They're getting similar yardage running. Yeah, but I think Royce Freeman is averaging like 10 carries a game. I mean, he's not... Right. Well, th- that's not the kind of volume that you would... Ex- like, no running back is going to give you that, I- except maybe if they gave Nick Chubb 10 carries a game. Okay, but D.D. Westbrook's getting four catches a game. Uh, let's see. Five, I, four, I, that- three, nine, three, three. I think, I think that that's actually the point that I was trying to make, and, and Luke made it there is that he's only had the second, two big the games, second tier running backs is is a is a layer uh, i'm you know i'm guessing somewhere a, a range of of eight to ten players that you can reasonably play week to week whereas the second tier receivers who can get you basically the same points is about 40 to 50 people because there's first off there's more of them on the field and if you're playing ppr and the catch counts for a single point then there's much more of those players that come into play than running backs 
I just I don't I don't see it that way because so, if, if you look at the list, there's an, pretty much an equal distribution between receivers and running backs on this first page. But that, that, I guess my question is, where is it on the second page? Oh, that's a good. That's an excellent that's what, question. That's what I mean. That's that's, that's I mean. the po- that's the point because you're playing three receivers and two running backs for one thing. And, and so and, once and you work your way into another... that second tier, that's where you see the largest disparity. There's not the running backs just don't play through in the same way. You can have fifth, 40 to 50 wide receivers that can have a similar impact. Well, and, and, go ahead. and let me let me ask you this. How many teams are still starting a running back at the flex position in our league? It's probably pretty low. And the reason is because the fourth receiver is is better than your third running back. Well, I always start a running back there if I can, because it's just, it's, the game okay. is prejudiced, you know, in their favor, if you can score touchdowns. Um, so here are some guys, but you're, you're discounting the, the second and third running backs. So here's on the second page, Austin Eckler, Tariq Cohen, we'll see Joe Mixon, because this, they average, the average points per game, even if they don't play, <coughs> they throw that in there. Eckler is not a second tier running back. You don't think he's no? He, where is he ranked? He's on the second page. Second page of all positions. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm um, flex. If you go just to flex, okay. You got yeah. You got to take out quarterbacks because quarterbacks are always going to populate the first page. Yeah. So Eckler. This is on the second page. Eckler, Cohen, Mixon, Lindsey, uh, Sony, Michelle, Peterson, uh, Buck Allen. Buck Allen, for God's sake. Alex Collins, Tevin Coleman. Well, okay, so Kenyon he's another Drake. example, right? Because he's getting six catches a game. Who? Allen. Buck Allen? Yeah. He would have to be. Buck Allen sucks. <laughs> that's my point. That, that's, that's the point. A player of that value who's catching six balls should not be accounting for the, the amount of points that he does because he has... Hold on. So, 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 like, Buck Allen is way ahead of somebody like Powell. On the on the Jets. Well, yeah, but he, I mean, part of the reason, and Powell's getting <coughs> sixty, eighty yards rushing a game. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, Powell is uh, that's. I mean, Crowell. If they get inside the five, they're giving the ball to Crowell. They're not giving it to Powell. I know, but is is that's is the Allen roles that, that much they play. better? Is Allen that much better than? Allen, Allen often does nothing on the field. No, I don't think Buck Allen is, is a very good player at all. But, but the reason he's playing is because Kenneth Dixon's on IR again. That's the point. Running backs can have value just by being on the field. If they're catching the ball. Not even that. Uh, running backs come in, you know, somebody needs a break, they come in at the three-yard line. I, I don't know how many, what the distribution between Collins and Allens. I mean, I would give the ball to Collins if I get inside the five, but uh, Allens, Collins, Collins Allen scored in the points than Allen. Allen scored touchdowns in the first three weeks on 17 yards, eight yards, and seven yards. Allen sucks. He would be even more valuable in those weeks if this was standard. Maybe not. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take that back. That one's a mulligan. I'm taking that one back. <laughs> Willie Sneed is ahead of Kenyon Drake. Do you who do you think's better there? 
Willie Sneed is ahead of that, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is good. They just don't have a quarterback to get him the ball. I mean, just the, Allen Robinson is behind Willie but the, Sneed. The, the Willie Sneed Kenyon Drake argument actually is more the argument. Why is Willie Sneed have more points than Kenyon Drake? Because Adam Gase keeps giving the ball to Frank Gore. Well, it's also because Willie Sneed is getting a point for every reception that he has. A, yes. A full point. Yeah. That's too much. It the solution to, be, to me it is... It needs to be somewhere in between. Uh, see, it's... it's Why well, receivers here's get a point, thing. running backs don't. It's too much sounds like I've always done it this other way. That, 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 that argument, uh, to me, is not... Like, what Luke said is, if yardage is being undervalued, I think that's a legitimate argument. But it's too much. I, I don't think that's... No, I think, I think the solution lies somewhere in the middle. I, I, I'm not saying that they, there, there shouldn't be value in receiving the ball. I'm not, that's, that's my point. I, I just think a full point relative to what you're getting for the other value on the field, it, it, a full point for a single reception, no matter where it goes on the field, is, is too much. But then the problem is that your first page is going to be like 70% running backs. So you're, you're losing the distribution of value. You're inherently, if you don't, so yeah, but yeah, but that's because there's there's one or two running backs on a team that contribute a lot, and there's four or five receivers, right? I mean, it depends on what, what you mean by contribute. You you can't start a fourth wide receiver. That that's well, a, mean, that's an absolute hail I mean, mary. Well, okay, let's say, well teams let's say, teams don't have a fourth running back. Let's let's say Bilal Powell has. 18 rushes for 80 yards. Okay. And Didi Restbook has four four catches for 37 yards. Okay. Who who was more valuable in that game? Well, I would say it's I wouldn't I see that's the thing. I am much more and I, my guess is you're going to fall in line with this too, but I'm much more of a guy that goes with uh success per play, DVOA, those kinds of metrics. Um, the pro football focus metrics, yardage can really distort a player's performance. I mean, if Powell got 78 yards on the last play from scrimmage from the two down to the 20, and then he gained like no yards on the next 15 carries, and oh, yeah. D.D. Westbrook got four first downs, then D.D. Westbrook was more valuable. Sure. But there's no way to guarantee that he did get four first downs. He could have done the exact there's same no thing. To get, gotten... There's no way to guarantee any of this, though. Whether it's standard, whether it's PPR, whether it's two PPR. Uh, I could come up with a scoring system for this, but it's not going to happen in, <laughs> in any of these leagues. Do you think that you're, <laughs> no. you seriously think you this could? Is actually, this is well, actually what we should do. Okay, so, so here, for running backs, the uh, um, median carry is much more important than... The, this, is, this is part of the example, right? It if you have one guy with an 80 yard carry and everything else is stopped behind the line, mm-hmm. then he, he was valuable once. Right. Right. But sometimes he, one play he, makes the, makes or breaks the game. Sure. But so does potentially one play where he gets stopped on a third and one. Okay. So keep going with that. So, <clears throat> so it's, it's probably a lot more valuable if he can move the chains more. You're talking uh, about success consistently. rate. Yeah. 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 So if if you if you could do something like uh, median carries, at, with the amount of carries, then you you could get some get somewhere with running backs. 
but that's not going to happen. Not necessarily, though, because it depends on how you de- determine success. Like a lot of times in third and 20, you'll just run a draw play so that you're for field position. So somebody gets 12 yards, but they got 12 yards because the defense was playing back and they gave them 12 yards. Okay, but that's not going to happen 100 times. No, but it's going to happen as many times as uh, somebody catches the ball for negative yardage. What I'm saying is th- these anomalous plays, are you're never going to tease them out. Well, median does tease them out. That's exactly what the median does. No, it, it doesn't, though. Because, okay, how, what's the average carries per game for a running back? Like, even a workhorse. 18? Probably a little higher than that. But okay. I, I don't think so. I, I think there were, there were about five running backs that had more than 300 carries last year in 16 games. Well, all running backs probably miss a game. You're probably looking at 20 on average for the very best. And, and I would say that most starting running backs get somewhere between 16 and 18 carries a game. Yeah, because they're, they're subbing out with somebody. Right. So if half the teams every week lose... And if the defense is just giving half the teams, not necessarily, I mean, <clears throat> not all games are blowouts, but most blowouts, there's a ton of useless yardage. But all that's going into your median, the, 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 you, it's, it's just, there's no way you're going to get this kind of stuff out of fancy football, a statistically driven game. You could get success percentage, um, but you'd have to get really intricate. Like if you got success yeah, yeah. percentage yeah, could- in games where depending on uh, how close the game was. So if it's in the fourth quarter and it's more than, a, let's say, a 12-point game, you get discounted for all yardage. Just, it just, it's not as valuable, so it doesn't count. I would be in favor of something like that. Yeah, but that, that's getting complicated. A draw play on uh, third and 20, if you don't get a first down, you, know, you don't get as much uh, value for it. Maybe you get half value. So I would, I would have a formula where success rate, and usually what they determine is on first, first and 10, if you get four yards, that's a successful run. <clears throat> on second down, you have to get at least three. On third down, you have to get the first down. Otherwise, it's a failed play. Yeah, but nobody's going to go for that. I'm then, so the, the point is that you're always going to have to deal with some aspect in the system that is not representative of success for a team. That's just, there's no way to get around that. Oh, no. Agreed. Okay, so I, I, I don't think so that Todd, those kinds it's... of concerns are valid because that's never, there is no pure game. If you think standard is pure, you're wrong. Now, the, oh, no, if, I, you just I didn't pref- say that. if you prefer no. standard, that's a completely different argument. And I certainly don't want anybody having a heart attack because fantasy is making them miserable on Sundays. Believe me, I'm not, this is not an argument that Todd is wrong. <clears throat> I'm just saying that I don't think that a lot of people's arguments about scoring systems, I don't think they've thought through the downside of the side that they are preferring. That's what I'm saying. This is, and, and this actually goes back to what we were discussing on the very, you know, when we did this the, right prior to the draft, is that I, I, I actually go back to the, I, I, don't, I don't actually think it matters. I think the most important thing is, is that prior to going into your draft, you better know what the scoring system is. And that's what matters. You need to draft according to whatever the scoring system is. 
That's that's what's important. Well, the, the scoring itself yeah, is yeah. entirely is you know that that that's that's up for obviously a lot of debate. But yeah, don't yeah, go was, into a draft without knowing. Yeah, and was, again, <laughs> given. <laughs> To, to to further my F grade as a commissioner, there was not enough notification on what the scoring system was for the league. We talked about it on our podcast. We talked about it, but that was that was that was only a couple of days before. I should, you know, I, I the the back and forth that you and I were were going through, Rob, on what we what the scoring system should be. I should have let people know earlier on on what we were doing because obviously some people didn't didn't know, and that's my fault. Yeah, but Todd, I would say this. Todd listened to it. He said that was the Todd only did. draft prep yeah. that he was doing. <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. And, and so, I, I, I mean, I, look, I get it. You, ideally, you would, like, publicize it in July. This is what we're doing. So mm-hmm. when you're watching games in August and when you're looking at your magazines, you got to adjust everything if, if they're not taking PPR into consideration or if you're looking at websites right. or whatever. Right. Um, but we did talk about it for a fair amount of time. I mean, that, that monstrosity was three hours long. True. Yeah. But, yeah, fair, but fair, also yeah. to be fair to Todd, I was on it and didn't listen to parts of it. <laughs> right. That's, right. I mean, and that will almost really. certainly be the case here as well. I specifically yes. remember saying, I thought there were nine running backs that could catch 80 balls. So, so I, I don't know. It, it's. If if somebody has never played it, I can understand why that would, um, like if you've never played, I played in a league where you got one point for every uh, carry. I played in a league where you got two points per completion for quarterbacks in a start two quarterback league. And people just ran running backs and receivers right off the top. And I'm like, this is insane. You got to go quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can make up the other points elsewhere, but you cannot get left out yeah. in the and with the other one I think I drafted this was back probably in the mid 2000s but I took running backs in the first 7 rounds I think with you know point cuz you could start four of them and the and the people who made the league didn't even do that they were drafting other positions and like dude you need carries in this league so you're right it's it like with everything you got another scoring system and then you got to go and and figure out how that's going to affect your plan but right. To me, if, if I actually think this is a completely fascinating uh, thing for to to, <laughs> to to force Luke into Luke, come up with the perfect <laughs> fantasy football scoring system. I'm I'm that's, just that's your own that's your all that's your only small task for the next whatever <laughs> number of days after after we finish all the DKE stuff though. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, we but, have to do uh, that. Under, understand that if he were able to do that, that would fund all further DKE adventures for uh, the rest of his life. That's All true. Your life, yeah. yeah, we'd be well, good. He already has a paper I mean, to write, so the cent- the central yeah. issue is is that the most of the players that are on fantasy football teams are not the most valuable players in actual games. And so unless your league values offensive linemen and defensive linemen pretty heavily, it's not gonna it's not gonna true. ever be that good. Or that close to the the real game. It's true, hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is this is why I, I'll tell you what I would do. Also, everybody who was on a winning team would get two points. 
So if if you were picking guys who won, they would get some kind of a boost for not getting garbage time points. Hmm. That's that's interesting. I could. Hmm. But then maybe drafting all those Patriots would be beneficial. That doesn't necessarily disperse all that well either, though, because you could have a player who had who had no impact on the game whatsoever. Oh, then they score two points. points. That's not good enough to to be effective at a position. I'm saying that the guys who you're already going to play anyway, if their team wins, they're not getting penalized by not getting garbage time points. Two. Oh, yeah, that's another argument altogether. Two seems like a lot because if you had, I mean, that's you know. Team, team to team, week to week, you could have a, a roster that all of a sudden scores 20 more points just because their team won, and they... Yeah, but it's not just because their team won. They helped their team win, and that's the most important thing. Did they, though? How do you know that? Just because you played them? If They might not have done anything to help win that game. Then you're going to lose anyway, because if you have a receiver that gets five points that week, he, that's, you're not going to be able to keep up. They have to perform well and be on the winning team. I think that's up for debate. I think we'd have I'll to tell you what we should do. Too. I've got I've got the perfect <laughs> idea. We should throw out all the point stuff and you just draft one team, the entire team, and when that team wins, if that team wins during that week, you win. So like whoever has the best record at the end of the season per team, that's the team that wins. Yeah, but only one team is allowed to draft. I mean, the first pick of the draft is going to be the Patriots. <laughs> Now you know what they That's do. My joke, of, my I, joke I think, is we're getting the rid point. of. There are, we're ripening out all fantasy football, and it just becomes actual football. Have you have you ever heard of the? <laughs> That's the closest to the league. The snake drafts where they do a wins pool. I pick. Where this like you, either it's a ten team league, and it's a uh-huh. snake draft, and you pick teams based on how many wins you think they're going to get. But that's a season long thing. Right. So that's here's here's another thing I'd like to suggest for next year. <laughs> We get rid of the actual snake draft and we just do auction. Absolutely. I, my goodness, would I love to do that. The question is whether or not and we can actually... That, that is the, that's the only way to play. Yep, 100%. Yeah. And blind bid dollars PPR for free not, agents. Just, no more of this, like, I'm in first place so I get the last pick in free agency. Yeah, fab, fab, fab budget, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, absolutely. If, if, if we can get people to commit to it after this horrific season by the horrific commissioner... <laughs> Um, then I would love to go that route. The problem is, is that it does. It prolongs the draft by at least a third, if not a little bit more. Although we might be able to, I don't know what settings we can adjust to, you know, to change that. But um, yeah, auction drafting is the way to go because everybody gets access to the same, the same players. And yep. then, and then you really have to decide who you're picking and, and, and what it's going to cost you versus just right. being, being in a line. So that's, that's the way to go. We yeah. can promote this at Jingle Fest. We can announce it over the microphone uh, to everybody to make sure everybody has their attention. And if they don't want to participate in an auction, maybe we have, maybe one of the leagues is an auction league. One of the leagues is a snake draft league. Sure. And then Jason will be in league three and maybe he can, he's going to do his change every week, the scoring. So (laughs) absolutely. And and, and even if they're all meant to be auction leagues, I might screw it up. They might, (laughs) it might go that way anyway. I'd say that I would expect that that's likely. Also, I I do expect, I, 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 I kind of expect to be stabbed at at Jingle Fest. So, so, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to watch myself there. I'm going to be scarce. Hey, these people are, are free to form their their own rival league. <clears throat> sure. 
It's a thankless job, Patrick. Ah, thank thank God I've done it so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we've argued enough about this. Todd, we're sorry you're not in the league. Uh, Absolutely, Todd. You're missed, and and yes. Uh, Hopefully you will come back, and we will save a space for you if you choose to. In fact, you replaced him with his buddy, right? His, 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 uh, I don't know what their relationship is, yes, but they are, uh, yeah, he, he chose his replacement for the rest of the season. I thought that was kind of the easiest way to go about it, so we didn't have to yep. navigate it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, well, I've said my piece. <laughs> I, I, I said mine poorly. <laughs> but I, I, but I, but I appreciate the conversation. I think that, that, that's, that's been ongoing, so that's good. I think I mentioned um, in on Twitter that my favorite league is one where we start eleven on defense, and every year JJ Watt, the 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 furthest he fell, and this is a start two quarterback league, the furthest mm-hmm. he ever fell was eighth. He was the number one pick in the draft three times, and I got him in the fifth round this year, which I was just ecstatic. Um, so do you just, what, what is it then? Just the full, how, how's, what's the setup? Two points per tackle, six points for sacks, two No, points. I mean, what are the, what's the full positional roster? What, you have a, you're starting 11 defensive players, uh, what's so on you offense? Can, you can either play, um, there's one flex on defense. So it's, def, it's one defensive tackle, two defensive ends, three linebackers, two safeties, two corners. So you can play nickel by bringing on an extra defensive back. You can play a 3-4 by an extra linebacker. Or you can play a 4-3 with an extra defensive lineman. Most people flex out a linebacker just because it's not easy, but there are enough linebackers that oh, get seven so you tackles can actually, a week. You can actually shift to it. You can shift your lineup as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, um, so you, basically any defensive player, but that's the, the theory behind it is there's a number of different defensive alignments that you could use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then on offense, it's two quarterbacks, two running backs, three receivers, two tight ends, two offensive flex. Holy wow. And it's a wow. it's a full PPR. Sacks end up being worth twelve points after you add up all the categories. How many teams? Uh twelve. So there's nothing on the waiver wire then? No, there's there's a bunch on the waiver wire because there's only eight bench spots. Only eight bench <laughs> that's okay, that's I'm not used to that either. Okay. Wow. That's I mean that's, you're starting well, twenty two. So right. you're carrying So that's what I'm thinking. If we do that next year it'll it'll be a 24-hour draft for each league. Our auction? Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll have to come in, we'll have to come in where some, somewhere in between again. But hopefully, hopefully uh, the, the, this, year, the, this coming year it, it goes a bit better. And to, just to address... In terms of setup. If anybody is listening and they wanted to understand why, because um, Garrett was upset about the team defense scoring... Mm-hmm. And so it's based on turnovers, sacks, touchdowns, um, special teams, points allowed, and yards allowed. And he lost six points. Um, he had the Bengals. And he's like, why did I lose six points? I'm like, well, they had no turnovers, no sacks, and they gave up almost 500 yards and 28 points. That is not a good performance. No. Yeah, I think that's, that's a reasonable... Yeah, I don't... I, that's that. That's not valuable, and in fact, it's it's the opposite. Yes. It's bad. So it's it's negative six bad. Yeah, I would say it's a negative six that. bad. Um, defense is typically not a high scoring position. So 
Like right now, the Bears are leading at 11.8 points per game. Most of the teams are seven or six. So you're just, you're not going to score a lot. And it's in your best interest to just stream defenses that are playing against bad offenses. Don't, don't pick a defense that's going against the Steelers. Or, yes. or the Patriots or the Chiefs. That's a really bad idea. So I, I didn't think it was unfair the way you set it up, but they had a problem with it. I just figured I would throw it your way if you want to do address it. No, I mean, I, again, it, it, it's a bit of a mess, and I, I thank everybody for kind of just kind of <laughs> working their way through it. I understand there's going to be, obviously, arguments back and forth on, on the scoring setup. Not only that, along with, with my just general mistakes of, of getting everything together. So um, hopefully we can fix them. And actually, I, I should just go ahead and address this now. Once we get to playoff time, um, we're going to have to set everything up so this plays out in my fantasy league, the other, op- the other way right. to actually put all these leagues together. And, you know, i got to be honest, there's, there's a fair chance that I'm going to screw that up as well, but I'm going to try not to. So Because uh, it's going to require far more effort than I want to actually go through. But I am going to um, try to make it all work. So uh, hopefully I can. If I don't, then, again, if you're going to stab me at Jingle Fest, stab me with something blunt. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, you know, in the playoffs when you get stuck with a bad ref crew and there's a call that goes against your team. I mean, yeah. it could have easily just gone against any team. Any team. So That's it's true. not – they're not out to get you. It's – they're yeah. just bad. Yeah. You're, de- you're dealing with a deeply, deeply flawed human being. Oh, my and God. I apolog- and I apologize. Wow. <laughs> this is dark. Yeah. Well, you know. It's Tuesday. Go listen to that DKE track again or something. I'm, I'm gonna. It's gonna be great. I'm actually in a very positive place, boys. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Anything else you guys want to say about, well, pretty much anything? No. I want DKE. That's what I want to say, as I want DKE. Hopefully so, in a couple so weeks this, you'll this, be able this, to get this your This December on. thing, you know, don't taunt us. No, you'll, you'll be well, previewing. You're, you're, you're in ahead. You're in ahead of the game, because you're helping us out. Okay, all right. Good. We might we might put another that's, one out or two that's, before. That's questionable. We might put another one out or two for everybody too before before December too. Yeah, that's awesome. highly highly possible. We'll see. That would probably be a good I'm idea. Thoroughly yeah. thoroughly excited, and thank you thank you for sharing. Yeah, man. Thanks for your feedback on it. It's gonna help us when we get the mix in here in a couple of weeks for sure. Yeah, you're gonna get yours in two and a half weeks probably. Yeah, roughly. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Luke, you have anything else to add? I'm good. Thanks, everybody, for... Uh, who am I kidding? Nobody's listening to this. At this point, I don't see why... <laughs> this is like two hours into nah. this. And that was like a 45-minute discussion on PPR that I didn't even listen to. So, And it's 45 minutes less than the previous podcast. Yes, so you're welcome. Season's <laughs> Ender's going to be season ender's gonna be eight minutes. Uh, yes. Night, guys. It, All right. Okay. Right. Choo-choo. Chew, chew, chew. chew. Outro. <laughs> <laughs>hey everyone, thanks for listening. We know you really, really didn't have to do that, and we appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at the Real DK Effect. That's with one F, and I'm not going to get into why. You can follow Commissioner Patrick Moffat at Moffat Patrick. Deep Dive Fantasy Football Expert Robert Berg at R3T2. 
Young Stats Luke Overby at Luke Overby, which makes sense, I guess. And me, Jason, at Judo Fuse. 